These girls ain't really no girl for me. Got a new biz that I ain't promoting. Yeah. All of my friends love money, don't Let me tell you something about my life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to New Jump City, everybody. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, you guys. We have a hell of a show planned for you guys. I am your host, Christian Espinel, and right beside me, as always, it's your boy, Joshua Cole. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as always, we have our wonderful producer, Brian Boss, across from us. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Uh, let's, uh, we got a lot of shit. So let's uh, go to jump into clergs. Um, follow us on all of the social media. Uh, I am at the Chris Espinal on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Joshua Cole, where's your meads at? At JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram. How that me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Boss is uh, still on uh, hiatus or <laughs> self-imposed uh, banishment or something. Uh, you know, I was just tired of looking at other people having stuff I want. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, I want that. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in case he ever comes back, uh, you can find him at Saucy Brian Boss. I'm still Saucy Brian Bossy. He will always, He's still saucy. He will always saucy. be our saucy boy. But, <laughs> but you know. We'll let you know when he's back and <laughs> he wants some footers. Um, also, uh, we have an email. and Oh, duh. We also have an Instagram for the show. Uh, New Jump City on Instagram. Uh, search that shit up. Uh, yeah. Uh, we also have an email, you guys. Uh, email us at uh, newjumpcitypod at gmail.com for uh, feedback, you know, recommendations for us to read on the show. We're taking indie comic suggestions as well because we got one on the list today as well. So hit us up, all that stuff, uh, you know. Uh, we are also on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, hit us up on that. Uh, the best thing, if you guys love the show and you're out there and you're listening and you enjoy it, uh, the best thing you could do for us is give us some iTunes reviews. It's just a, just a little click, a little uh Click on the fifth star, preferably. So, uh, yeah. And as always, spoilers ahead. Uh, real quick, before we get started with our uh, regular lineup, uh, we saw Spider-Man. Uh, well, I saw Spider-Man like three times up to this point. Yeah, and I seen it today. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool movie. Um, you know, my girl, one of the superhero movies that my girlfriend actually liked because Zendaya was in it and she actually played quite a prominent role. Yeah, she is Mary Jane. Uh, she is MJ, and that was like already revealed in the last in Home. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we already. I like know. how low key it was too. Well, yeah, she's like a different MJ. You know, she's like not even the comics version of her. Millennial like, MJ. Yeah, very millennial, uh, sassy, <laughs> like uh, sassy, very ironic, and yeah. you know all that other stuff. You know, what she reminds me of uh, the chick from Rick and Morty, the sister. Summer. Summer. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know. Yeah. Less. Yeah. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Rick and Morty, too. <laughs> my season three. What up, guys? Yeah. Pickle uh, Rick. That's the episode okay, I'm on. Okay, so the only thing Josh didn't see was the post credit sequences. Yes. And if you're going to watch these po this movie at all, that post credit sequence was fryer. Um, yeah. For those of you, for Josh who doesn't know. Whoa! <laughs> for Josh who doesn't know. Okay, so here's what happens. There was two end scene credits, correct? Yes. So we're going to go to the first one. one is the best one. The second one is just like, all right. Hmm. Uh, but uh, here's the deal. 
Spider-Man is revealed like his he is unmasked involuntarily by Mysterio, who before he died he made like a fucking video of uh, like oh, Spider-Man is Peter Parker and he tried to kill everyone. You yeah, know, real like, fucking scumbag. By yeah, the way. he edited like all the events somehow to make it seem like Peter Parker was the one who was doing all of what Mysterio was doing, and uh, not only was Peter revealed, J. Jonah Jameson from and it's uh. It's that guy. It's from t- t- from the original yeah. Spider-Man. The original J. Jonah Jameson Maguire. came on and was the one who revealed everything in uh, Alex Jones fashion. Because uh, they're using the uh, J. Jonah Jameson who was like a radio host at a time. And he was like, Spider-Man is Peter Parker, blah, blah, blah. It was pretty cool to see him again. Even though he doesn't have the flat top. Cause so that was the... Yeah. That was a real cool thing to see. Oh. To see, uh, I keep forgetting. I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. All right. So then, J- the second one. The second one reveals that uh, that uh, Nick Fury and uh, Maria Hill were scrolls. Had a baby. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were no. they super scrolls? Nope. Okay. There's only like a handful of them. They don't. Oh. I'm a super scroll. Oh shit! <laughs> We've been infiltrated. Secret invasion on New Jersey City. <laughs> But yeah, that's all it's been. And and the real Nick Fury has been out in space for God knows how long. God knows how long. Uh, all right. Well, good for him. So are these people from Captain Marvel, which I also did not see? Uh, Skrulls? Yeah. <laughs> they're from, uh, they're overall villains. I think. No, I know, but, but they were they were introduced Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Right? Yeah. Now, are these two characters that were supposed to be Maria Hill and... Yeah, and they're like... They're uh, characters from Captain Marvel. I though. think so, yeah. Uh, it's hard to tell because all Skrulls... Not to be racist, look, look the same. Look, this, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's the fictional made-up creatures, so we can be we can be uh, ignorant to yeah. listen. That's fine. But uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I was like cool, I guess. But I'm all, I'm also not like. Yeah, it's not amazing. I, I guess it depends on the implications of what this means. So I'm let down by these two credit scenes because I guess I'm used to Marvel kind of teasing like a next kind of superhero. But I guess those days are over because they already gave oh, us a no, whole no, no, timeline no. of movies that look so underwhelming. Eternals looks cool. I don't know a lot about. <laughs> Dude, I watched three videos on who the Eternals are. Oh, really? Are, I don't know who they I'm are. I'm not right. impressed. <laughs> I'm out here trying to defend the Eternals. Yo, I ain't seen anything with Fantastic Four X Men. Like they I, just got them. So. They can't just jam him in there. But and who the fuck is Shanks? All right, no, oh, I know first, who he is. First of all, don't talk shit about Shang-Chi. Oh, my God. He's cool in the comic books, but that's not what I They're about to make him cool in the movies. I don't want to see a whole movie about this guy, man. How we got we got him, Black Widow, <laughs> and um somebody else that's not important. Yeah, but Black Widow's going to... Doctor Strange? He's not important? So hmm? That's cool. Taskmaster. He's going to be in Black Widow? Yeah, yeah he's the They got to go deep on the villain side now. That'll be fun. Oh, through these movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Doctor Strange has okay. a movie. Yeah. I know. That looks cool. And there's a fourth Thor coming out. Oh, yeah. with Lady Thor. Yeah. Jane Foster. Is they got Natalie Portman back, and they're going to uh, make her Lady Thor. Oh. I want Beta Ray Bill. He's supposed to be or in like... Frog Thor. Yeah, I think he's... In the <laughs> next Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they did say that Beta Ray Bill is coming. So, But I'm also happy with Lady Thor. I think that's cool. I'm also happy with Lady Thor. Uh... I wish I had one like a. <laughs> well, get on it. <laughs> All right. Um, I thought Spider-Man: Far From Home was pretty cool. Uh, 
these uh, the Spider-Man movies are, I got, are getting better, which is a good thing. I, I thought it was a fun watch. Uh, I like the first post, uh, post-credit sequence a lot because I feel like it means a lot. Like Spider-Man has never been revealed to this extent, and I'm interested to see how they tackle. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. You're right. Like they just straight up. Yeah, the <laughs> first time seeing it, I was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I, I didn't like, know. Is this gonna stick? <laughs> well, first they like just make it seem like Spider-Man's the bad guy, and that's it. But then it's just like his real name's Peter Parker, which is something that no villain ever does. <laughs> but uh, apparently, Mysterio's Matt Shiesty, so he's just like, no, fuck it. I just die. I'm dying anyway. I was a little under uh, underwhelmed with the uh, the tease of like being there being a multiverse, I guess, and it just had nothing to do with anything else. That's gonna be addressed in Doctor Strange because. The yeah, multiverse well. is literally in the title. Yeah. So I guess that's going to happen. I don't know. But anyway, we've talked enough about Spooderman. Uh, fun movie. Check yeah, it, it was out a cool movie want. overall. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Brian Boss, let's kick it off. Hit the randomizer, please. Valkyrie. Whoa, we're starting with American Comics this week. I'm into it. Speaking of Lady Thor... She's back in her own uh, solo series, Valkyrie, Jane Foster. On the scale of 1 to 10, not even going to go there. What? <laughs> what, do you, what does that mean? I'll it wait. means <laughs> that it was underwhelming. What are you talking about? This, this, this first issue was fire. First of all, this art is gorgeous. Debatable. What? Oh, my God. I don't know what the hell. She's got powers, you know. Debatable. She, she has powers. No, <laughs> Well, I'm about to you get me so riled it's up. It's okay. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, okay. Going into it, I'm just not that interested in. I guess that's fair. I'm not interested in Jane Foster. I was interested in Lady Thor somewhat, but I'm not that into the Thor series that much anyway. Yeah. You know, the God Butcher story was really dope, and obviously War of the Rounds was fire. But other than that, eh. That's fair. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reverse biased. You know what? I, it took me a while to really get into Thor stuff, too. But I, I think, like, Jason Aaron's run has kind of sold me on it. I'm kind of invested. So, uh, get over it. Like <laughs> It's like the sentimental moments that they provide in this comic. They're just not hitting for me. I don't give a fuck about the Valkyries that died. I actually thought it was mad funny when they all got smoked. <laughs> I really, I felt no type of issue with it. I was, I mean, at first I said, dang, like, Malekith, he's, like, he's for sure, for sure going hard, you know? Like, I, they set the tone, but... Yeah. Anyway. But you know what? She's like a unique kind of Valkyrie because nobody has this type of power. She's got golden wings and an all-weapon. Yeah. She's got... I think it's the ultimate universe hammer that just shifted yeah. to something else, which is cool. That is cool. You know? Gives her powers. And, like, her uh, her weapon is that she can just shift. It, sh- it can be whatever she wants. It could be wings. It could be a mace. It could be cool. It's, it's fucking cool. It could be a shield. Yeah, it could be whatever she wants. Golden wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts off where uh, she's uh, she just arrives on the scene of a ro- of a burglary or robbery or whatever the hell. These yeah, against the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, these guys are on purpose whack. <laughs> so it's like she these guys have been uh, stealing like War of the Realms like weapons left behind by the other realms from the war. Yeah, and uh, she pretty much subdues all of them except for one, Gold Rush, who runs away with uh, Brunhild's sword. Uh, you know. Brunhild, who was a very integral character in the Thor series and very important to Jane Foster. She was the leader of the Valkyries, the all-important female group of warriors. Yes. From Asgard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, there's uh, more stuff about, like, Jane Foster not being able to balance, like, her work as the Valkyrie with her duties as a doctor, which is uh, getting on her nerves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I understand where they're coming from because she does always disappear. Yeah, there's a moment where... Doctor's a pretty serious job, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not like you're taking pictures like Peter Parker or... I don't know. Well, I can't think of anything else anybody else does. Well, it's funny because she asked, like, how does Peter, how does Spider-Man make this work? And the she literally is, does say that. Yeah. And the answer is he does not. He is can, he's constantly out of jobs. Yeah. So pick a lane, I guess. GL, Jane Foster. Uh, it, what? Oh, good luck, Jane Foster. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, she, uh, she arrives at the morgue where she's talking to this uh, mortician and, um, they come across one of the robbers from the earlier scene. The gold power ranger. Yeah, he was uh, stabbed through the chest by a mystery villain. Uh, by uh, by Brunhild's sword. So, you know, she goes up to the Valkyrie. She goes back to up to um, Asgard, which is a cool, th- convenient thing. They just get a fast pass to Gar- Asgard. They don't need the Bifrost to travel between Midgard and Asgard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she consults with the ghosts of dead Valkyries for uh, for advice. And Hey, how do I find your sword that I lost? My bad, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. She's like, <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> hey, she takes it well. She's yeah, like, Brunhild's like, yeah, whatever. It's bound to happen. I mean, you know, you'll get it back. You know, you just, It was just a guy who took it. <laughs> <laughs> you know gods. Um, in any case, uh, I, there's like a little bit of a flaw. Philosophy as to what separates her Lady Thor run from this one, where um, whereas like in Thor she was fulfilling like she was fulfilling a role that was missing. Valkyrie is a job that you kind of volunteer for, you know. Like back with Thor, she kind of she didn't have a choice. Mjolnir kind of made her become Thor, but this is something she voluntarily took up. Yeah, there's a bit more nuance to it. Mm-hmm. I guess is what they're implying. She has a job. She's supposed to guide people yeah, from she, right, right from dying to well where yeah they're supposed to go she's a, she's essentially a soldier in this now she's not just like a god controlling things from the bigger picture she's focused on this on slightly smaller things as far as small as you could get in asgardia <laughs> um so after seeking the infinite wisdom of brunhild brunhild ex-leader of the valkyries who put up zero fight against malekith she was the last one to die Mm, that doesn't mean she She was, put up the most fight. Uh, I don't think she killed anything. She killed mad shit. I think she killed fodder demons. They really don't count. Yeah, but that's killing shit. The regular humans that were with uh, the Punisher were killing uh, demons. Yeah. So? Doesn't so mean that did, she didn't kill shit. She accomplished zero. And, being neg. And lost like a dog. <laughs> You're being real <laughs> nagged for nothing. <laughs> Because I don't feel the emotional connection. I didn't read the volumes. I feel bad. Fair. Anyway. Oh, so she get <laughs> she picks up. A, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. She gets yeah. the, seeks the infinite wisdom of Brunhild, and then after speaking to her, she realizes, oh shit, I could go to Heimdall to help me find this sword because she needed to talk to Brunhild first. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you gotta let her know. Yeah, I'm gonna get your sword. I'm not back. criticizing her for that, I guess. Uh, so. Um, he br- she brings um, Heimdall to to Midgard to New York City, yeah, where everything happens. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, he's ba- she's basically like, uh, can you uh, can you help me out? And he's like, you can see other things, <laughs> like you can see stuff. Uh, Valkyries have a, a sort of all seeing vision as well. I don't think it's as 
as uh, big as as Heimdall's visions, but she can essentially she could see pretty much everyone in this city for the most part, and as well as whether they're gonna die or not. Yeah, it's this little orb over their head that's smaller or bigger depending on how close they are to dying. And you know. she turns over to Heimdall, and death is right there. <laughs> yeah, like it's about the size of the moon, easily. And Heimdall's like, "That would be fine." After no, moon. no, it's pretty. Bi- <laughs> well, it's pretty big. It's uh, yeah. it's like a spirit several bomb. times larger. Yeah, like a spirit bomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> Heimdall's just like, "What's going on? What's the matter? <laughs> Isn't it supposed to be all seeing? Is everything okay? Doesn't he see like?" Things that happened on the surface of an atom. I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Because he gets stabbed in the back by Bullseye. He be lying and capping. That's what he gets. <laughs> <laughs> Bullseye kills Heimdall? Yeah, Bullseye, who stole the Brunhild sword and is on a flying Pegasus because that's what the sword allows you to do. It allows you to be strong and... Summon Pegasi. Be strong with a... Be really skilled with a sword and summon Pegasus. Yeah. And they're about to square up, and that's where the issue ends. Yo, I can't wait till next week to see the fight between Valkyrie (laughs) and Bullseye, the the sword man, (laughs) evil daredevil villain. Yeah. You see why I don't really care that much? (laughs) I guess. What the fuck is going on? I'm being so harsh for the first issue. Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I mean, you know, I get it. It's you don't have to be invested in everything, you know. I like I I like the art a lot, and that's part of the draw. Bullseye had his own series for a little while. What happened? It was a mini series. Oh, okay. And now he's doing this. I guess now he's stealing god swords, 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 and summoning Pegasi. Yep, that's what he's doing. That's lit. (laughs) That's our boy. I can't wait till issue number two of Valkyrie. Yeah, neither can I, and I mean that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't. Trash. Okay. All right. Anyway, Brian Boss, hit that randomizer for me. My dog had a name. Keep it his name alive. Long drop, but I don't mind it. Uh, yeah, I like the song. <laughs> Baruto. Oh, Boruto, chapter 36. <laughs> What's that face, bud? Oh, I was just excited that One Punch Man came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it did come out. Yeah. And now on to the chapter that I for sure read. Yeah, Boruto, chapter 36, surprise attack. Um, oh, I started reading it. We, st- <laughs> 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 we pick up immediately where we left off uh, Naruto, uh, Boruto and... Um, and fucking this Mizuki. I forgot his name. This snake, is the Mizuki? snake boy. Yeah, snake, snake boy. He's, uh, they're f- jumping through trees, you know, ninja stuff. And, uh, Boruto smashes straight dab into a tree because he f- fucking sucks. And, um, now the actual reason is that his karma is activating because, uh, Big Bad Boy is near and he's activating both. Who's Big Bad Boy? The frog guy? No, the oh. other guy. Oh, Big Boss Man? Big Boss Jiren man. himself? Jigen, yes. Oh. That's all right. No, I was about to bust him up, probably. Um, Well, well. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll see. (laughs) We cut back to uh, Naruto's house where Kawaki and and Naruto are hanging out. Naruto's spending way more time with Kawaki than he is with his own son. (laughs) And I I like it. (laughs) I think it's it's kind of funny because the first whole conflict in this is Boruto just being like, you never hang out with me. 
But then this random child comes along and he suddenly finds mad time to chill with this kid. Mad time. <laughs> Forget all the paperwork that he used to do. Yeah. He's, it just makes me think that Naruto's just been straight on purpose avoiding his family. Uh, but in any case, uh, this guy, uh, Kawaki, has also collapsed because his karma is activating. Uh, and then we get this weird scene between Shikamaru and uh, Ino's kid talking about how, do we trust Kawaki? And she could she could die is just like, I guess, and that's it. That's the end of the scene. It's just like, oh shit! Jigen comes out this portal. Did I skip ahead? <laughs> yes, did you did skip. Oh ahead. shit! I thought because then we this. cut back to Sakura and Ino hanging out, and they're talking about. And uh, Sakura stopped by Ino's flower shop to uh, buy flowers, because that's what girls do. They handle flowers because Zaddy's coming home, <laughs> and she's like, she's like. Sasuke's coming home and Sakura's like, tee <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. God damn it. I remember when she punched the shit out of uh, the puppet guy. And now yeah. she's just a lady in the house. <laughs> yeah. She still has that thing on her, that mark on for her. Yeah. They ask her about it. Yeah. In short, it's a jutsu where in an emergency, you can pull out incredible power by releasing all the chakra you've been st- storing in the mark bit by bit every day. <laughs> Lord Seventh told me that part already. What's curious is that the mitotic regeneration mark looks similar to karma. So I was wondering if they might be related somehow. Yeah, Sakura's Sakura just like, I guess. <laughs> I don't fucking know. And uh, I guess that's where that... And then, they, then Sakura just goes, yeah, who cares about that? Sasuke's coming home. <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyways. <laughs> Enough oh, of that nonsense. Oh, you're talking about some real shit right now? A man's coming home for the 19th time in, <laughs> in about 15 years. He may actually hug me this time. Yeah, if I'm lucky. Uh, Eno starts to, you know, shudder because she's starting to feel the chakra coming. She's sensing some danger. Uh, and um, out of uh, Jigen's, uh, out of Kawaki's hand, a portal emerges out of his uh, karma, and Jigen pulls through. Uh, yeah, real confident. Just, Whatever, kid. You about to get your ass whooped. Yeah, he's, Sa- Sasuke's <laughs> on his way, right? <laughs> he stepped directly into the seventh Hokage's home with his shoes on. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, you're right. Right in front of Naruto's face. Yeah, he apologizes for wearing shoes in his house. And oh, then he, he? kicks him straight in the gut afterward. Uh, Naruto's just like, get the fuck out of here. He tries I like to- that Naruto does... Uh, you know, the, as a decent person, allows him to talk first, like <laughs> instead yeah. of just immediately. You yeah. Know. yeah, yeah. Even though he, this guy ha- is screaming bad guy, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I'll give him a shot. Uh, he kicks Naruto in the gut and then holds him down with these pain type spikes. Thing. Oh yeah, those. Uh, those things. He starts talking to Kawaki. He's like, you're coming home now, my son. Kawaki's like, you're not my real dad. Uh, yeah. That annoyed Jigen. I was surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised by that. Yeah, Jigen's just like, bitch, I am your dad. They should have put the seek tooth, the, the, the tooth suck sound. The, you know, the TCH. Yeah, like that. <laughs> like, boy. <laughs> those, boy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Sarada heads out to uh, to Naruto's house with the flowers because God forbid she approaches Sasuke without flowers. Yeah, and uh, you know Jigen attempts something, but he easily gets blocked. You know, Kuruma inside Naruto is just like, "Stop fucking around! You're the seventh Okage," and Naruto's like, "No, shut up!" 
<laughs> this isn't serious at all. <laughs> uh, you know, they fight, and um, Kawaki's just like, I want to stay with Lord Seventh now. You're not my dad. He's my dad now. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, like, this argument just continues for a while. Oh, look, and eventually the karma's gets, spreading on this guy's face. Yeah. Now he has a devil horn. Yeah, eventually Kawaki gets super mad, and his devil horn pops up. He tells him not to disrespect Lord and that's Seven. When, that's right, Kawaki. And that's when Naruto comes straight and kicks Jigen in the fucking jaw. Returns the favor, right? It's like, <laughs> you know, kick me in my chest, I'm going to kick you in your fucking face. <laughs> yeah. I like that. It's petty. Yeah. No, I like it too. And, kick well, the not, shit. You know, eye for eye. I like that. It was a, a cool lot in uh, the manga. It was a cool uh, jumping kick too. He didn't even like do it regular with like ground control. He just lifted himself off the ground to kick him in the face. Yeah, instead of launching a massive jutsu at him or something, well, whatever. You know, it's Boruto. Yeah, none of this counts anyway. And now this is uh, all GT essentially. Yeah. And now Jigen stands up and starts to uh, enter his second form, and he's like, "I shall eliminate you, Uzumaki Naruto." Yeah, he's going. He's going into his. Uh, what are the uh, uh, rank cars? What was their transformation I called? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking forget. Yeah, <laughs> but in any case, whatever. It's not going to be enough for Naruto, and if it is, I swear I'm going to stop reading this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave the room when we cover this. If you must continue, <laughs> fair. Uh, but you know, given from that first prelude thing in the first chapter, Kawaki is the one who kills Naruto. They might as well just turn Naruto into a child who can't go Super Saiyan anymore. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Wait, I didn't I, mean to say Super Saiyan, but you know what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, that, uh, Borto, we were, we we're shitting on it, but. But like, it was yeah, bad, so <laughs> we're yeah. shit on it. I, it wasn't, yeah, it was fine. All right, it was okay. Were I worse, didn't read it, so I'm just kind of There reacting. were worse chapters than this. Yes. <laughs> no, it's a, all right, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I want to see what happens. I want to watch a fight, hopefully, yeah. you know. I mean, I guess it all depends on how things unfold from here. The action is just getting started, so. Yeah, less Boruto and, and less leg drawings and more action and fight. You know, his leg drawings aren't all that. His drawings aren't all that. Period. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Yeah, okay. They're not bad. They're not bad, but it I'm It looks also, like Naruto. I'm, yeah, but I'm still just like, eh, it looks a little too crude. I mean, I'll, anything you say that'll bash Boruto, I'm with it, so I agree. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that was Boruto. Brian Boss, randomize me. Action Comics. Whoa. We're doing Action Comics. <laughs> Good comic alert. Oh, Good comic alert. <laughs> oh, my God. Good comic alert. <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to be torture. I feel it. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm being serious. No, I'm being serious. I never know. I'm dead ass. <laughs> I said good comic alert three times. That's how you know. That's I'm, how I'm, I know. I'm that's for actually, sure, for sure. That's how I actually know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to maintain the sarcasm. Yeah. Like, after three times. The issue begins, unlike other DC titles, the offer appears right up front in the, in the front of the issue. Uh, yeah, right? Alex Luthor approaches uh, big uh, queen pin uh, boss, Leon. Leon? Leon? And the big boss black lady that's in charge that's not Amanda Waller. <laughs> that's how I kind of associate yeah. with um, yeah. And uh, Lex Luthor is just like, I come bearing gifts. And she's like, nah. What's what everybody's saying? No. 
Like, not everybody, just almost. Bane and yeah, just, everyone they've shown. Like not really, to, all right. It was just the yes. way I read it. Yeah. The way I've been reading it, it just so happened that the past three in a row they've all denied. And I'm just Who like, said no? What the fuck ever, you pompous bitch! Who was the, <laughs> who was the third one? Who all right, no? it was Bane. Then it was um um was it a Justice League villain? No, mm. Apocalypse. Bane. Apocalypse. Yeah, because they ignored that shit. Who's Apocalypse? Apocalypse is X-Men. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Darkseid. <laughs> Darkseid wasn't even approached, right? He was. Oh, he was. You're yeah, right. he was. Okay, you're right. Darkseid, yeah, right. Bane, and then twice in a row in this action comics. Yeah. Oh, no. The last lady didn't say no. We'll get to it. Um, oh. So, yeah. he She says no, and then they destroy the entire house he was in because they don't even know if he left her... I guess it's hard to not be apprehensive sometimes. Like, not everyone's going to be, like, down with Phantom Luther just showing up. I've got a box for you. Yeah, I get it. She's <laughs> That's kind of her whole deal. She's very clandestine. Very, mm-hmm. like, okay, nope, I'm not letting them. I'm not giving these motherfuckers an inch. We yeah. out now. Yeah, it also, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense also. She because has the whole, like, I swear this will never be a plot hole type yeah. of swag. Yeah. yeah that's, no, no, yeah, no, there's no. a lot of new writing that's like that. It's interesting very, because... Like, she, she, you mentioned clandestine, and that is her thing. I think the whole, the whole thing she's trying to do is that if she gets too big, then that's when she'll be taken down. So she's trying to stay real down low, and being part of Lex Luthor's multiverse conquering plan yeah. plan is probably not the best idea for her. No, it makes total sense. I guess that's why it's a little annoying, but I do get it. Yeah, like uh, nobody in the comment section could be like, "Oh, well, if Luther could find her, I guess she's not all such and such, and she's not." I get it. I yeah. get the writing. I yeah, but style. also Luther's a god at this point. So it's oh yeah, especially after absorbing Martian boy. <laughs> I would say R.I.P., but I don't John respect Johns. this guy at all. Uh, yeah, there's um, we come to the Daily Planet where um, Miss oh, Good, other chick, Red Cloud is talking to Perry White about her story. And um, she's like, why don't you ever believe my stories? It's like, you never have a fucking source. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you just pulled up on the scene. And you got these great stories. Like, I wasn't born yesterday. I've been What's doing, going on? <laughs> I've been doing newspaper stuff since 1942, apparently. So you can't fool me. Something fishy is going happening. But uh, she tells the story of Rose, who we were introduced to in the last chapter. Um, is she a brand new character? I on think the so. Scene? I, I, I've never seen her before. Uh, but... I mean, I don't know. All right. On your personal scale of one star, meaning a character that's actually really cool and has superpowers, and then a five star, meaning completely ordinary like Black Widow. Like, what do you rate this person? Wait, one, one to five? Yeah. Because that's five Wait, stars for you, having so no powers <laughs> and, and being lame. And then she the has, one star would be someone like powers. Superman. She kind of has powers. She at least has some kind of enhanced strength because she takes down a whole ton of dudes with brute force yeah so does the punisher yeah but you know what then she's as strong as the punisher and that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> so that's four stars four and a half i would give it a three okay i think she's kind of cool i think <laughs> you're lying but it's all right well you don't, don't ask me tell the truth on this podcast don't ever ask me if i'm cool <laughs> if i'm telling the truth um in any case uh She's approached by Leviathan, and she also is just like, fuck you. Immediately. Of, yeah. Which this feels justified. <laughs> like, 
nobody's down with any offers <laughs> in action comics ever. <laughs> hey, you want this gum? <laughs> no. <laughs> Could be poisonous. <laughs> and I don't get down like that. And I have to change my whole outfit. Because I don't know who I am. Uh, yeah. yeah. So she uh, she escapes Leviathan, goes back home, and she finds Leviathan's dudes um, raiding her house. And uh, they take her down before she gets to do anything. But she's in her like regular form, so you know that only serves to wake her up, wake her to Thorn side up again. And she kills all of them. Uh, well, she beat. Well, she she's beating them up right now. She bare knuckle boxes all these dudes in armor. Maybe she does have some type of enhancement. She has to. Or she's just so badass and so no, dude, regular. She twisted that, that, <laughs> so regular. that her swag allows her to destroy and pierce through this advanced armor. You know, like how Black Widow does and all the various arrow shooters. I'm never going to stop. I'm Black sorry. Widow doesn't do... I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry. Black Widow doesn't shoot arrows. But she does regular but things that can. pierces godlike armor. No, she doesn't. Name one ar- godlike armor she's pierced. She beat Ultron, basically. No, she didn't. How? I'm going to go read it back, but I'm pretty sure she played a major role, which she should <laughs> she never have. She probably played a major you role. You got to understand, these people shouldn't even be part of these stories at all. So the fact that they're even having a conversation with heroes, that fucks with me. I take offense to that. Except for Batman. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Red Cloud talks to Perry White, who has no powers and should probably not be part of this at all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, her power starts to go out of control so she just uh, she runs away before Perry fucking notices um, meanwhile back with Superman he notices that uh, Rose Thorne is fucking shit up shooting everybody in the face and uh, she comes up to give her backup you know and they interrogate a guy together <laughs> he, t- he tells Rose listen why don't you relax <laughs> yeah calm your shit and stop shooting she goes to shoot again. Yeah, <laughs> she, she shoots t- a guy again <laughs> immediately after her telling him no. Yeah, her whole position is, well, so what? Yeah. They're fighting me, and it is what it is. Yeah. So they interrogate a guy together, um, you know. Oh, I like this, because the guy, you know, uh, the whole point of this Leviathan situation is that they all believe that they're good guys, you know. So he's got this henchman, and he's like, okay, I'm going to take your mask off. And the henchman's like, oh, please don't. And, and Superman's like, well... Is it booby trapped? And he's like, I don't know if it is or not. So please don't. Yeah, don't he didn't do even it. think about it. He was like, Oh shit, I didn't even think of that. I, I don't even know if this shit is booby trapped or not. So, but you know, Superman being the decent alien he is, uh, says, Okay, well, I don't need to know who you are under the mask, but just talk to me. What's yeah. good? Uh, I think he uh-huh. removes the mask too. Oh, or maybe he's about to. No, he just says we are Leviathan, and he still got his hand on his face. Oh, he does remove the mask. You're absolutely right, and I think. Then that's when that mask... Okay, so he removes the mask off his face and uh, it doesn't blow them up, but it teleports them away because, again, that's Leviathan's yeah. thing. Yeah. They don't kill people. They blow you up and teleport you to the other side of yeah. the earth. Teleportion bomb. Uh, yeah. Very passive. I like that. Uh, in any case, Superman pitches this story over to Perry White and uh, we cut to the end where a new offer is being made to Red Cloud by Lex Luthor. Something that's probably going to get her powers under control. Yeah, it's kind of cool because... You know who's next? Wait, 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 wait. Before we even say that, because I think there is some type of link here. That's what I'm guessing, right? Mm -hmm. So Luther is basically saying that um, 
he's basically known about Miss Good, the Red Star, the one villain that can beat Superman, mm-hmm. uh, even more so than Doomsday. Okay, let me stop. Um, and he's just basically saying, like, I know, like, basically, this isn't your true form. You're more powerful than, than you are. Let me help you. I know your origin. Right? So, boom. They show her. She's got, like, four arms in this dress and devil horns. She looks a lot more sinister. Cool stuff. I'm not upset about that. But then, the coolest thing that happened in comics this week was that they said next for action comics. Not as in, oh, the next issue in the in the event leviathan whatever etc etc literally in the next action comics issue is going to be featuring naomi yeah that was quick (laughs) last week i was just like i don't think they're gonna bring her into shit and i wasn't disagreeing with you i was like you know i understand but i wouldn't be mad if they rolled her in immediately and guess what they did it immediately i love it Yeah, I'm very a, excited over that. That was actually comics. A uh, fun issue. Yo, she's going to pull up like Iron Man, punch a few people in the face, probably tell Superman what's up. Yeah. Fun <laughs> stuff. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. I'm Fuck really, Leviathan. I'm, I mean, not I mean not Leviathan. Fuck. Uh, what's the Red Cloud organization? Uh, I don't know. I forget. They're the Invisible Leviathan. Mafia. The Invisible Mafia. Well, Naomi's about to tear their ass up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that was uh, well, that was a little fun. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, Brian Boss, randomize me, please. My Hero. Whoa, My Hero Academia, chapter two hundred. My Hero, twelve pages, Academia. Yeah, this is a short chapter, fifteen actually. To be fair. Oh, but there was enough in there. Well, this is like not a lot even happens. Uh, I can sum it up. A lot happens, but not a lot happens. Yeah, you could get through this issue pretty, this chapter pretty quick because it's literally nothing but Shigaraki killing his entire family uh, with his bare hands. (laughs) Yeah, correct. Uh, So that dog's dead. Yes, that's the first thing. Oh, first thing you you go. It's pretty gory too. Oh, it's pretty gory too. The dog dies immediately. Yeah, Resident Evil One style. Remember the lasers when he? (laughs) (laughs) How he got the last guy and turned him into cubes? Yeah, that's right. First, the dog is to go. First to go, and then his sister pops up and says, "I'm sorry for getting you in trouble." And then he he can't speak because his allergies are really fucking up his throat. So he's like panicking, and he's he just killed his dog. So. And his sister notices the dog's like in pieces on the floor. She screams and run away, runs away, and he tries to hold on to her, and which causes her to also disintegrate. Uh, Very dramatic. And he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> what the fuck that I just do. His hair is getting whiter as this chapter progresses because the trauma he's experiencing is so intense. Yeah, at first, well, he thinks that this is an, an attack by by some type of villain, which you know, I guess if we didn't know this was his origin story. I would have assumed that as well. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's Shigaraki. And yeah, guess what? There's more death coming. Yeah, because his mom his and his grandparents pop out and they... Uh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, buddy. Death. That's what's happening. Yeah, literally, uh, his mom gets close to him and then he touches her and then she disintegrates as well. Their hands are intact, so I guess that's how he got all those hands. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't by design. It kind of just happened that way. And, and this is uh, all of these deaths were for the most part by accident. And then his pops shows up, and this time he was like, "I might as well." And then he just you. <laughs> he said, "You know what? <laughs> yeah, exactly." He said, "You, you could catch it. Everybody else caught it. You might as well get it too." Yeah. And this is when uh, yeah, there's no reason why you shouldn't get it. <laughs> yeah. This, I feel like this is the author's way of just kind of letting us know that. Hey, he's not a project. He's bad. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's not teaming up with Midor- Midorikawa and 
10 or 8 years or whatever Midori down the Kana. line at some point. Midori it's not Kana. happening. He's bad. He's going to die bad. Yeah. He's he's <laughs> That's what I got from that. Oh yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> like no, this guy's here. To to he's truly evil. Yeah. He's uh he's he for sure killed his dad on purpose and now he's full he's got full white hair. Uh he is bad. He, the, Shigaraki is born and that's where the chapter ends. Uh the blood of his family on his hands. And uh, his itch wasn't gone anymore. I guess he was allergic to not killing. Yeah, he also kill. He also destroys his old house. Yeah, he he shows those powers, but the the non contact power where you can send his destructive energy through, you know, non physical. Yeah, no, he can pretty <laughs> much. Like, it's basically yeah. like a, a charge sent. It's kind of like electricity in mm-hmm. a way, where it, it needs to connect through something. It could be through others, through through, mm-hmm. you know, concrete or et cetera. I imagine the next chapter is probably going to be how he met all for one. Uh, but if they don't go back to the fight, but yeah, yeah. I could see them saving the all for one um, stuff for yeah, later on. Probably. But I could also see them getting it out of the way here because they might. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think this is a place to do it. If anything, one more like ha- it, all it takes probably is like a half a chapter and then they can. They're probably going to close out next chapter with back to the present. Uh but in any case, uh, not a lot happens, but it's still like a, a pretty pivotal moment for the character. We finally get to see, you know, what happened, where these fucking hands came from. I'm surprised no, like he doesn't wear just like a paw somewhere <laughs> either, uh, because because it's dead dog. But uh, you know, oh yeah, like <laughs> like, like, like a, a paw, paw necklace or something. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that was uh, my hero academia. Uh, Brian Balls randomized. Spider-Man. Woo! Spider-Man, uh, number 26. Uh, Fun times. Which is kind of... Boomerang Man. Yeah. This is kind of a misleading uh, cover, but in any case, uh, we start where... We start uh, in uh, underground somewhere in the c- underneath City Hall. Uh, Wilson Fisk is down there with his assistant dude, uh, and they find this box uh, that... Wilson Fisk has been looking for this entire time. I don't know what's inside. Very political. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Fisk, by Yeah, the way. in his full white suit in the sewers. <laughs> uh, he opens it, and uh, <coughs> someone took it before him, and it was Boomerang. <laughs> Boomerang stole something from Wilson Fisk that he wanted, so he is obviously pissed off. Um, meanwhile... Yeah. Is Boomerang brave, or is he just retarded? Me Because he's not standing up to the might of Wilson Fisk. Uh, probably both. Okay. You, why not both? <laughs> um, but in any case, you know, uh, we cut to this party where uh, Peter and uh, and Boomerang are hanging out. He uh, recounts kind of his history with Boomerang, but uh, you know, they're they still uh, he's still a shithead. But you know, they're becoming kind of friends. Um, they cut. Uh, they arrive outside, and uh, there's a bunch of policemen just waiting for Boomerang already, and he's just like, "Nah, fuck this, I'm out." So they make a dash for it and they get away with it because Peter's there and he's technically a civilian to all these cops. So they're not trying to get him in like huge trouble. Mm-hmm. And apparently Wilson Fist seems to be under the control of uh, the kindred guy. So, oh shit. Yeah, you're right. Something's happening there. Oh, centipede man. Centipede. Uh, meanwhile, at uh, the hideout of this, of the new, uh, of the syndicate, the all female villain group, of uh that's been building up against spider-man uh the electro lady is there and she's apparently signing she's like filling out an application for them 
Uh, apparently, they offer a 401k in their program. Sick. <laughs> Finally, a supervillain group with benefits, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the leader of this all-female group is the daughter of Tombstone, uh, and she is the new Beetle, apparently. Da- she's the daughter of Tombstone? Yeah. Whoa. And she doesn't look... Uh, no, not even shark. a little bit. Yeah, she doesn't not look like a not blue even shark a person bit. at all. Uh, so she basically goes through all of this, and she's basically like, us women are going to take over the crime scene now. Which is a little shoehorned in, I feel, but um, whatever. I'm not going to waste my time getting weird about it. Um, the... We finally find out who this octopus lady is. <laughs> it's like I was confused. I was like, are there two Dr. Octopus people? Uh, lady Octopus. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long she's been around, but she's here. Uh, you know, this team is made out of the Beatles, Lady Octopus, Scorpia, White Scorpia. Rabbit. Scorpia. Yeah, White Rabbit. Is she Spanish? Trapster. As well. Probably. Who's White Rabbit? I've seen her around. I've she's seen her around, yeah. too, in the most recent like chapters of Spider-Man. She you shows know? up in the background of a lot of shit. Uh, I don't know what her deal is, but here she is. Uh, you know, Electro basically initially declines. fanfare. <laughs> she initially declines their uh, their their request to join, but they're oh. like, "What if we go get Boomerang back for you?" And she's like, "Well, fuck that guy. Let's do it." What? Did, oh, get him back as far as yeah. Well, I okay, guess I guess she had like done. a beef with him. Yeah. And okay. Now she's gonna go settle it. Um. Meanwhile, back at uh, Feast, which is a cool little uh, tie-in to uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. You know, they make reference to the, the events that happened there kind of affect Spider-Man world, uh, Spider-Man's world as a whole. Wait, what? Uh, Feast. Remember from uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man? Man oh, sure, to- sure. Yeah, yeah. I do like how they're, they're kind of in tandem. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're helping Robbie, Peter's other roommate. Oh, Randy. Uh, help uh, rebuild Feast so May could have, like... So May could run it and help, you know, the community. Super cool May stuff. Um, and Boomerang's there in full costume for some reason. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't have several warrants out for his arrest. <laughs> that, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Wilson Fisk is the mayor now. But he doesn't like him, so. Yeah, no, it's very weird. I don't even know what the Yeah, this guy has to. balls. Yeah. Do you have balls? <laughs> I like balls. Sick team of America reference, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah. Uh, in any case. Red's got balls. Yeah. Uh, apparently, like, Boomerang's just flirting with May. <laughs> it's, it's, like, fucking weird. And then um, May's just like, Peter didn't, Peter never really liked my choice of men. Did you know that I almost married Dr. Octopus? Which is true. She did almost marry Dr. Octopus. Like, oh. That's why he has an attachment to her. Remember in Superior Spider-Man, we are just like, I will always protect May. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I I really like Doctor Octopus Octavius, not this lady. <laughs> May? No, <laughs> the the new girl. That's oh. Octopus. Oh yeah, Lady Octopus. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know care if she's for new. her yet. Yeah, she, I don't know her at all. Uh, okay, so they're gonna go help and stuff, but then Feast blows up, uh, burying uh, May and Peter in rubble. Blows up for the second time, by the way. Yeah, this has already been a fucked up building. And then uh, Boomerang turns around, and this entire squad of uh, of villains is out to kill him. And they all have vaginas. <laughs> Good luck, Boomerang man. <laughs> I, I It wasn't important to say it, but you know what? Every single day, you guys say some type of stupid shit, 
that's irrelevant and not important to the world. So you know what? There you go. I can say it too. Wait, who's who's you guys? The guys listening. Oh. Every single person <laughs> has said something insignificant today. Same. <laughs> <laughs> that was Spider Man. So get off my back. <laughs> yeah, that's Spider Man. I thought it was a fun. <laughs> It was okay. <laughs> I didn't read it, guys. Sorry. But um, I read it along while Chris was doing it. And before he finished, I, I finished reading Spider-Man. So that's got to count for something. It sure does. Right? And after that, um, it was a cool chapter. I will never write off Spider-Man. It's always cool in a way. It's just, you know, I like Peter Parker, man. Same. Even when it's bad. It's kind of like Spider-Man is like pizza. Like, even bad pizza is good, you know? That's true. Except for one more day. One more day sucked. I don't remember that. That was when uh, the devil broke up. Yeah, that doesn't count. I didn't read that, so it doesn't count. That was count when Mephisto. I'm warning you, Josh. This is what's going to happen. I'm never going to read it. Oh, uh, you're talking about in Avengers? Yeah. Me- He's, <laughs> whenever Mephisto is involved. And with, and with Kamala, because she's supposed to be dead, not in space, making love to pink boys. Anyway, we'll get <laughs> to that boys. later. Uh, and uh, whack new suits. Yeah, I said it. I haven't read it. I didn't read it. Oh, yet. okay. But in any case, if you read it, you can give your thoughts. <laughs> it was okay. Two and a half stars out of five. That's a good okay level. Uh, but anyway, Brian Boss, randomize me, please. Oh, it's called Partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. It should have been called Gangsta Time. <laughs> it should have. Black Clover. Whoa. Nice. Black Clover, chapter 213. Resolution. The Great Soul Tree. Oh. Um, this is it, you guys. Uh, this is, I guess, the end of the arc. Uh, all of our heroes, not a single one of them dead <laughs> at all. No losses. Are you sure? I think it all worked out for everyone <laughs> pretty well. That's not inherently bad. No, it's not. I'm just being, I'm just being salty, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, everybody's arrived. Was there somebody you wanted to die aside from Asla? No. The main character of the series? Yeah, I, I totally want us to not be in this story anymore. <laughs> the devil guy died. I wanted him to die. He was you. Yeah, but he <laughs> serves his purpose. And it was true. they were starting to drag it a little, and I was over him. There's probably more devil guys who talk shit a lot, too. <laughs> well, we'll get to them later. Uh, in any case, we arrive back to the Clover Kingdom, and everybody's just like, oh, yeah, elves are still fucking shit up out here. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, I guess they've been holding it down, even though when they first came on the scene, they were all unbeatable and super amazingly strong. But well, the elves, whatever. The elves are just destroying randomly. I don't think they're even hurting people anymore. Oh, they're, they're just, just out here paging and yeah. angry. Yeah. Ah, you killed all of us. <laughs> Fuck you, humans. Yeah. We're back. You know, and um, then Patrick's just like, everybody's like, how are we going to deal with them? We should beat them all up. But Patrick's just <laughs> like, well, if we could get uh, Vengeance back and then use Asta's fucking sword, we can fix everything. You, that's exactly <laughs> how it works, Chris. Yeah. And then uh, he tells Asta, undo my reincarnation. And Asta's like, you sure? <laughs> and I'm like, Yes. He killed your hero. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Why are you showing any sympathy? And he just said that, you know, this is the only way to bring everyone back. So, yeah, yeah. Asta, I, th- I think that's the sure route to go. Oh, you mean, are you sure you want to not not leave and not be save my, my people? You know, oh, be yeah. my best friend? Uh, the you, guy could, who you could just be my best friend and say, and I'll forgive you for everything. You don't have to <laughs> fix it back. I mean, yeah, you killed my personal <laughs> hero and everything I strive to be. But, you know, I'll, I'll get over it. We're friends now. Um, and Patrick's just like, yeah, 
you know, it, this was my second life, and I was just grateful to live it. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> he's really just out here. Just like, he's atoning. He's just like, bye, guys. This was fun. <laughs> yeah, that's a great time. He literally just like, I'm glad I got to fight alongside Leashed and the others again. Shut up. You killed a bunch of people. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're not cool. I got tricked by Devil Man. You're not. You would have got tricked cool. by Devil Man too. You're not cool. He's not cool. Uh, so yeah, they they disintegrate Patrick. I want. They didn't show it. You know, they didn't really show. It. I wanted to see his face melt away. Uh, his hair fades back in. Yeah, and it's uh, Vangis it regro- is, it- Vangis is back and is just like Patrick. Oh, he killed your friends. It was so important to me. Oh. But no, I get it. I mean, they basically say that because he was so lonely when he was younger, he gave in to an elf that felt similarly, and that's how he went down that path. Yo, He's still a piece of shit, though. Vangelis should be tried for war crimes after this. Oh, he will be. I hope so. Oh, he will. Uh, Given Black Clover's track record. Because Asta's not the leader of the kingdom yet. Let me tell you something. So I don't think the Clover Kingdom has jails. So You think they just either get killed or they're forgiven? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's nine times out of ten, they're forgiven. You sure that's not just Asta? No, yeah, unless you're Veto. <laughs> well. You are forgiven. He had to be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way he wanted to be my friend. <laughs> yeah. He he told him countless times, like, I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> so I think Asta got the, got the point. Anyway, he stabs his sword into Vangis' spirit light tree spell. And, be, you know, they can automatically combo up together because, you know, anti-magic and magic cannot work whenever Asta feels like it. Yeah. And Well, um, to be fair, this is an anti-demon sword, so I guess... Oh, it is different from the other two. That I mean, would even just straight though, up repel. Even though his anti-demon sword is, like, for demons and not elves, but whatever. Yeah, sure, it worked. It worked. All right, so it spreads... The Shonen Force, it comes through again. All the elves turn into ghosts and seem to be happy about it, despite the fact they were super thrilled to be destroying everything not two minutes ago. But, uh, yeah. But light helped them understand. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody, all the elves are just like, yeah. We get a cool scene. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. With, 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 with light Yagami. That's his name, right? Yagami? No, Yagami. What's his name again? Yeah, light Yagami. Yeah, light Yagami. It's Leash Yagami. Leash. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's talking to the elf that took over the that captain's body of the what's what was yeah the name to of all these unrepentant people who are just like yeah we tried our best guys but you know we just didn't kill enough of them she kind of flirts with him yeah yami. i guess that's what i was getting to yeah no that uh yami shows yami is talking to uh the girl who took over uh charlotte's body she says i'm not as awkward as charlotte yeah so i'm gonna tell you how i feel Peace out. I think you're super hot. Later. Later. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a ghost now. <laughs> yeah, kind of too late for that, but, you know, I think Yami could care less. Yeah, Yami he takes care. me as the, I just want to train and drink beer. <laughs> Coochie could be way less of a worry to me. Agreed. Um, You know, Leashed is, turns to Lumiere. is like, I'll go ahead of you, Lumiere. <laughs> and he's like, cool. And uh, we turn out that the guy that it turns out that the guy inside you know was Leash's son. Even oh, though, even though he didn't really get a lot of screen time himself as an elf, he's like Whoa. fighting alongside you is like fighting alongside my son. Well, yeah, he had your son's power. It was a son that he never got to, you know, his life that he was never able to be part of because none of them had a life because they all died. 
Because of this devil guy. I have no sympathy. Yeah, I know. I understand. I'm getting uh, Val- you got you getting Valkyrie vibes here. No, I just have no sympathy for these characters. That yeah, were Valkyrie suddenly- vibes. That's what no, I'm calling because it. that's not the same thing. Because I didn't give a fuck about the Valkyries. No, it's they not that all I got d- murdered, and I didn't care. Not even a little. It's bit. not that I don't care about the elves. Mm-hmm. That I feel no sympathy for the elves that they're trying to make seem like good guys now. So it is. It is different from from what I felt earlier. Yeah, about you not just caring. feel straight indifference. Okay, hard indifference, and I feel. And yours is that of thought and, and disappointment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. But in fairness, uh, Asta goes up to Leash and is like, hey, you want your grimoire back? And uh, he's just like, no, it's your grimoire now. Is that the grimoire he got the uh, magic sword number three out of? Yeah. That could heal everybody and, mm-hmm. and fix all the problems? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they're like, bye. And that's the end. Lit. Let's see what's next. Yeah. <laughs> Black Clover, guys. May it go on forever and ever and ever. And Asta keeps fighting and making friends. Yeah. I mean, you know. Better than Valkyrie. It just feels like a weird... Why did the elves have to have anything to do with this? Why did they decide to make a whole series about Lois Lane? You know, people make decisions that are always questionable. But I'll tell you this. (laughs) Black Clover is okay in my book. Okay. Anyway. Forever taking shots. Yeah. Uh, That was the end of this uh, uh, chapter. (laughs) Pere, 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 pere. Gotcha. Babe? Hey, babe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, babe. It's <laughs> House of X. Beyblade? Oh, Love you more. Oh, yeah. We're on House of X. Is there anything you want to say before we start? Okay. You have any words? I do. Okay. All right. Uh, a little bit of preface to this. Oh, uh, oh okay. Uh, I'm here for the ride, too. We were waiting a while for this. Uh, we do not know a whole ton about X-Men. No, not at all. I've been, we've been trying, guys. We have been trying, to be fair. But the X-Men stuff has been so crazy that it's hard to keep up with for the most part. To be completely like on the same page as y'all as far as like where my mind is at with the X-Men, the last thing that happened was Avengers vs. X-Men. That's like, mm. that's that's the last thing of significance that I remember, and I really truly believe in the comic in the Marvel landscape. That was the most significant thing that has happened recently. There was some stuff, but there was a lot of stuff. But you know, as far as the affecting the status quo of mutants, yeah, that was like kind of the last thing. Because then before that, then it's just House of M. Yeah, the, you know, the last thing I super kept up to with in terms of the X Men was uh, Jason Aaron's Wolverine and the X Men. Uh, and that was it. <laughs> so yeah, but it was a young X-Men and all the... Quentin Choir and, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that story. Wait, that was the same story where I had the young X-Men in it? Oh, that was a different story. Oh, that was a different series. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that X-Men series, yeah, when Logan was the... Was that the was cool. Master. What happened to that series? It uh, ended a long time ago. So that was before Wolverine died pre-Secret yes. Wars. Yes. Just to let y'all know, the 2016 Secret Wars is literally like my, my measurement, like my, where I draw the line for past and present. That's what I'm referring to. Similar yeah. to with DC where I'm kind of basically, you know, the rebirth is like that. Yeah, it's split. a good line. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, this is, uh, we decided to pick up the X-Men because it is being written by uh, Jonathan Hickman. Who yeah, we, arguably the greatest. Yeah, we are big fans of this guy. Uh, 
we started reading him with Manhattan Projects, and we loved his Avengers and Secret Wars stuff. So we're very excited to see where he was going to be basically in charge of all the X-Men stuff. Which is a tough order, a tough order man, because for any writer, you know, X-Men is important to a lot of people. Well, uh, it's also so. one of the things that whose continuity hasn't changed since its inception for the most part. I don't think the X-Men have endured a massive reboot. So to I say. suppose. Even but after a lot Secret of Wars. Things did happen. Yeah. Like a lot of No, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, that, yeah. You yeah. know, it's got a long history that maintains and House of M still is relevant right now. Yeah. But isn't Marvel like that in general? Where they kind of haven't changed. Yeah, they're better about that than DC. But you can you can make an argument and say it's worse because mm-hmm. you know the reason DC does that is because there are continuity issues and Marvel's kind of riddled with them. Only if you, it depends how you look at it. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. You know. But in any whatever. case, we thought I I, <laughs> I thought going into this is like all right, fresh start. We're gonna, we don't need to know much about X Men. That's what Chris kept telling me for month. I mean, for a whole month. Because that's how they advertised out. it. It wasn't All right, fault. just making sure that wasn't just you. No, just I would never say that. Okay. <laughs> but uh, in any case. So they lied to us. Okay, so <laughs> it's not necessarily a lie. I don't know exactly how much the previous volume of X-Men had to do with this. I went back to the previous volume, to the last few pages. I had to do it before reading, before coming here, just to see, like, okay, did it, are they picking up from the last X-Men issue? And no, they're not. I seen Cable worried about something with time anomalies. That was way back. That was yeah, way back. But uh, I don't what know. the fuck, man. All right, so we're just gonna go through the story as we see it because I feel like this is kind of what they were going for in general. I feel like this is just where Hickman is dropping us in the story because there's a lot of exposition and stuff. So E X P O Z. I'm not gonna spell it. I love <laughs> well, yeah, Z. You E X P O S I T I O N. E-X-P-O, Expo, S-I-T-I-O-N, Exposition. Yeah, I think so. I didn't. <laughs> Jeez. Brian, what did I do? What do you, how, did he, how did he do? Z. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, anyway, this is House <laughs> of X, number one. Uh, there are two miniseries that uh, this guy is putting out uh, concurrently with each other. Much like New Avengers and Avengers. Oh, yeah, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. In any case, it starts off in uh, this weird tree place and people are emerging out of eggs. Very sinister and weirdo. Nothing positive. This is not looking good at all. But this is also very Hickman. (laughs) People are being born out of pods. Your life means nothing. Is this Cyclops? Because he's got laser eyes. I think so. Yes. Yeah, and uh, there's a Charles Xavier with a maker mask on, just like, hmm, to me, my Literally answer. looks like the fan, Mr. Fantastic from the Ultimate Universe. You can't tell me he doesn't. He literally looks like him. Uh, and I definitely thought that that was the maker, and I was like, wow, you know, Hickman really must like this character, until I found out that it wasn't, that that's actually... What? <laughs> oh, I was kind of talking fast and scrambled. Basically, it's not the maker. It is actually Professor X. Yeah. It's not the it's not the maker at all. Uh, okay, so we are. Uh, I'm not gonna go. I guess it's hard to go page by page with this because there is a lot happening in this. But uh, in, in, essentially, Krakoa has been settled on by the mutants. It's its own independent nation, and that's what this whole issue is about: is establishing that the mutants have come together, finally united Magneto and Xavier together 
to form that's what the, that's what's being implied yes yeah. like from after everything that's happened in the past now we're here where and did when did professor x come back to life who knows i don't that's and, for sure and it's in uh they, they've settled on krakoa who is a mutant a living island essentially yeah it's it, yeah yeah uh, yeah it's in the pacific ocean mm-hmm. uh it used to be like the place where Wolverine's school was rested on as well. So that's how oh. I remember it. It's so that's not like old Genosha or nothing like no. that? No. Okay, this okay. Is, uh, just making sure. I didn't think it was, but I just yeah. wanted to. It's a lot like Mogo, the living planet. Yeah. No, it's uh, I get it. no, a sentient uh, place. Yeah. Uh, and it's been relevant. And I, I remember this being mentioned even in like classic comics. I remember watching YouTube videos about this thing. They're essentially being given a tour by Magneto, who is on the island, wearing an all-white fucking cloak. Because he's God. He is a messiah. And Hickman loves his messiahs. He sure does. Oh, boy. Um, We we then cut to... uh, You guys know Red Mask from Mars? I haven't read it. You've, oh, t- you've told me. Come on, guys. You've told me. About I gave it. it to somebody here. Yeah, I didn't get it. Well, did it tell every human that he was actually nothing and that everything else is higher than him? Well, you just gotta read it for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just uh, kind of. It encapsulates that 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 Messiah syndrome in like literally one panel. It's very fucking good. Shit, it's very fucking good. Yeah, get in your hole. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> I appreciate that. I just wanted to say. I just wanted to say. It. <laughs> Yeah, it's your favorite. I know. I'll never favorite. take that from you. Uh, as long as you never take, you know, all my hate and negativity. I have to at me. some point. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you can put a cap on it sometimes. It's okay. It's okay. Miss um, Marvel. Uh, not Miss Marvel. Um, m- m- uh, shit. What do they call her? Marvel Girl. Sorry. It's Jean Grey. She's. Uh, we cut when did she start becoming Marvel Girl? Was this that a was her original? 80s? Th- that was her original. Oh, when she thing. wore that original whack costume yeah. with the green and the ye- doofy ass yellow mask. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing the retro costume. Again. Oh boy. Yeah. Here know. we go. I don't know why either, but you know, at least uh, you know, the artist makes it work. I guess. No, I don't know, <laughs> and I disagree. But sure. <laughs> I'm trying to give it some leeway here. We're stuck with. I'm this. gonna be harsh, and Hickman deserves. Rough critics. Bro, this straight up and down looks like a Hickman book. Yeah, it does, like, right? It looks like an artist that he would pick. <laughs> yeah. He, he, uh, he yeah. This guy drew a bunch of Avengers. He's got the right amount of grunge, but it's also very yeah. sophisticated at the I'm same time. I'm looking at the Cyclops, the Cyclops helmet, 100% Hickman. Yes. That is for mm-hmm. sure. 100%. I am superior to you guys. I am God. Look Wait. at my helmet. <laughs> I'm smart. Oh, no, that's Professor X. Yes, yes. it is. Holy shit. Shit. But We're, it's probably actually Jonathan Hickman. I think that's going to be so. the big reveal at the end. Because remember, there, does a picture of him exist anywhere on the internet? Uh, <laughs> now it does. It's just him in this helmet. Well, let me tell you something, Brian. Uh, he did something similar to Reed Richards of the Ultimate Universe, and they wear very similar helmets. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, if you mm-hmm. want to look it up, the maker. That's if you think uh, about it, the yeah, maker is Jonathan. Hickman. This stuff wanna like this looks like. Um, yeah, he's very obsessed with this it weird looks like, helmet thing. It looks like Marvel tamped him down. <laughs> They're like, we can't do this wispy, the and panels Mar- that are like half white. You can't be doing this kind of stuff, the color that bleeds in yeah. and stuff like. I like how maybe they just look at him and just like, all right, relax. <laughs> <laughs> we get, we know, we know. Yeah. But all right, Hickman, you're the best. All right, but but just. Can you fucking can you work with us, my nigga? <laughs> we get it. You're the guy. That's why we gave you X-Men and not. Beg Chris, Car- Chris Car- Oh wait, so back. Charles Xavier is in someone else's body? I don't oh, know. No, this bro. is what I'm reading right here. Yeah, no oh, fucking clue. Wait, wait. Do you I, know okay. what's going on? Uh, tell us what's going on with Charles. I don't know. It says Charles Xavier inhibiting Phantom X's body. Oh, who's Phantom X? 
Uh, Phantom X is a guy from Uncanny. This uh, thing says, I have a new dream. Does he say that in this book? Uh, Not yet. Not yet, but I imagine he will. Okay. In any case. He kind of says something in the book. Oh, no, wait. Killed it. All right. Okay. Remember, the the quote at the beginning is really significant. Okay, so he was in the... To me, my X-Men. Here we go. That's the thing he said back in the day, too. That's how he called his X-Men. He was like, to me, my X-Men. However, events in the Astonishing X-Men reveal that Xavier's uh, psych remained in the astral plane under the control of his psychic nemesis, the Shadow King. With help of Rogue, Mystique, and Phantom X, Professor X has been able to return the mortal world by hijacking Phantom X's body. And Phantom X is cool with it. Ooh. Phantom X is a bad guy. Phantom X is uh, morally gray. He's, One, he was in X Force. That's the last thing I remember. But he was willing to sacrifice his body for Professor X. Yeah. Okay, so that's oh, I guess wow. that's what's up. Would the, would the real Professor X even agree to doing that to somebody? Would the real Professor X please stand up? He can now. Well, you know, there's also <laughs> you know they make uh, Tony Stark. He made Tony Stark do a pretty questionable shit. Hickman? Yeah. Like what? Form an Illuminati behind people's backs. No, been, that's that was so <laughs> fucking Iron Wasn't Man. Wasn't that before Hickman? It's true. No, and yeah. it made sense because it was the other smart. Uh, listen, 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 listen. I like Hickman. I'm, I'm not saying it's I'm a bad thing. I'm picking on him now because I'm ignorant. Like, you know how that's what ignorant people do. They're like, oh, no, 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 I don't like, know about this, so I'm going to make fun of it. That's exactly what I'm doing. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And <laughs> I feel bad about it because I feel dumb because Hickman is for smart people. <laughs> so I feel like if I don't understand Hickman, I'm I'm, dumb. Not, I'm not saying it's I'm I'm not. Yeah, saying does it happen like to y'all too? Y'all don't feel no, yeah, insecure I, when you're just like God. A little bit. What the fuck are you talking about right now? <laughs> Sometimes it takes me a few reads. Yeah. No. And I then I'm it. like, oh. Yeah, I read stuff twice, twice over. You know. Yeah. You got to do that sometimes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm not saying that. I I like that. He's making Xavier. That's just what he does. He makes. Oh man, I'm so. He eh, makes usually morally like good people morally dubious you know he's also like shifted it in captain america with his run too he did yeah. i like that when he was old and he was hunting him down yeah, i really like the the parallel they drew there. yeah where he was still essentially very much captain america but he was also he had a selfish motivation behind stuff that he did a lot of the time in a believable way so it's not like such great writing yeah it's something yeah this is why you could do this type of shit and not have it be wally west <laughs> you salty yeah. yeah I mean you know When I see it done right <laughs> It was okay No it wasn't okay It was great It was a great story say great Great ending Alright we're I getting like, off track <sighs> Anyway so yeah X-Men uh, Alright Marvel Girl <laughs> she, okay. Jean Grey arrives on Krakow With I guess a bunch of new mutants Yes new mutants We don't know who they are uh, I don't know who this guy is. We come to like somewhere inside Krakoa, and this guy is communicating directly with Krakoa. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. I forget. Um, he's uh, I forget his name, but his power is that he could like learn any language and communicate through any language. So okay. that's he's. I guess he's like the only guy that could talk fully with Krakoa. Okay, that makes sense. Get it? Yes. Uh, Again, sentient island, but they've also okay. So did we talk about how they've been planting? The seeds? Did that yeah. part happen yet? We'll, we'll explain it in a little bit. Okay. Because okay. there's this whole element to flowers, uh, the flowers of Krakoa. Yeah, they're, they, they're planting the Krakoa flowers in, in different locations on the earth, and when they grow, they turn into warp points Yeah. So for the use of the mutants. So they can pretty much appear at any point in... Space, well, where they have the seeds they, planted. Yeah, wherever they, wherever they you know plant them, they can teleport to. Uh, but anyway... That's just one of the flowers too, because there's a bunch of flowers that do a whole bunch of other shit. I will, yeah. 
So, oh, oh man, there's a lot in this. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of like in between pages that aren't like story where he's just does these little information things. So I guess it's an easier way to acclimate us to his X Men world. Um, but uh, Jean Grey arrives at uh, this field plane where he and Logan are playing with a bunch of mutant kids. Uh, yeah, that raised a huge red flag for me because when do you ever see Wolverine laughing and playing? And he's in his costume. Yeah, no, definitely this, something weird no, going on uh, here. Wolverine, this is this is believable for Wolverine at this point. Uh, by this point, he's a full blown teacher. I really by the point where where I started with Wolverine, the X Men, that's when he started to become more like open to kids. You know, just let it, like being more of a role model for them. So I can totally see this this shift in him. This is why I like that series so much is it turned him into the guy who very much like has a soft spot for these kids and really cares for them. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't All feel right. like it's inconsistent, but it works. It's not inconsistent. It just seemed weird. It does seem, it does seem like weird this. to see him so fucking happy in his Wolverine. Scene. I mean, you see original Jean gray and then you see Wolverine laughing and playing with children. It's just kind of like, is this fake? I mean, the first scene, what we, the first thing we seen was people being born out of these pods that look like, Jean Grey and Scott Summers. I'm just assuming that was Jean Grey, yeah. the girl, the, the naked lady. But there is, there does seem something weird going on because he says, welcome home, Jean. You're safe here. We and she all starts are. like tearing up at the eyes, which I mean, you could, she, it could be her being yeah. finally thinking, huh? But I don't know. But they've been through a lot, man. Oh, yeah, it's Hickman, <laughs> so you don't know. I mean, you know, I'm also, you brought this up before that there is something weird about Xavier being... Wait, this uh, being <laughs> isolationist. I mean, all right, so yes, that, that that's essentially what's happening. I mean, you you've got the leaders, you've got these central. Oh God, I mixed up. Leaders of intelligence of various different groups of intelligence from around the world, uh, basically meet up with Magneto. That's what you were explaining before, and they go on Krakoa. And Magneto's whole uh, position is saying like, "Hey, you know, we're extending our hand out." you know, to, to, to work with you guys. We're letting you know that we are a nation now. We have Krakoa, we're a mutant civilization, yeah. and we have these things to offer to humanity, which was what you was... Yeah, he's essentially say, like right? making a piece, like a, a, I guess a deal, for lack of a better term. Just letting them know what's going on, but not asking for permission, essentially. Yeah, we, I mean, you know, it, that's how Hickman kind of does it. This conversation goes like, through the whole comic and then wraps up at the end of the comic yeah. where Magneto does essentially say like, look, like we're not asking y'all anything. We're letting you know that we're making our shit official and we're gods amongst y'all and y'all mm-hmm. can either take our hand or you could see what happens to y'all niggas later on. That's mm-hmm. that's literally what he says. It's, it's standard Magneto stuff, yeah, Magneto but it's t- not standard Xavier stuff, Yeah, which is why this is so weird. Well, that's the thing is that we don't see a whole lot of Xavier himself in doing this, things. Yeah, so in this, we yeah. don't know what his what, how he's doing things, you know. But we get this weird space thing, which this is something I had to read this a third time to really understand, because I'm not sure what's going on in this space thing. There are a bunch oh. of characters I'm unfamiliar with doing shit in space. I guess they're cultivating. Okay, I think they're just cultivating the the seeds for this thing in the head of a dead sentinel. Yeah, these 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 are the guys that are anti mutant. They're basically this is this is a group that was put together to put research on certain weapons, and they even have a little page about it. How there was like 
weapons left over from Iron Man who had been deceased yeah. for a bit. And, and uh, we got to get to that because that wasn't this. This is okay. the orchid structure, I guess. That's what they describe it. And it's it's made of a hodgepodge of a different former organizations. You know, there are people here from Hydra even. From AIM. From AIM, from Hydra, from Shield, Strike, Sword, Alpha Flight, Yeah, even the good ones. (laughs) Whoa. Just former agents from all of them have come together who seem to be mutants, I guess. No, they're not mutants. They're they're, they're there to monitor mutants. I mean, maybe some of them are mutants. I don't know. Coincidentally. Then we cut to, I guess, my favorite part of the book. Uh, Mystique, Toad, and uh, Sabretooth are robbing this place of information. Oh, this is my oh, favorite part, control. too. Uh, they're at damage control facilities. Uh, Which is where Thor's girlfriend uh, works at. No, Thor's... Uh, Not Thor's. I mean, Jane, Jane Foster's, Foster's friend. Uh, love interest works at. Is it? No. They're going to make her gay, I bet. No, they're I not. I bet. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not a plutonic friendship. It's going to get plutonic? gay. plutonic? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I don't. I guess I don't put it past you, but I don't think it's gonna happen. He's. She's. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. She's a Valkyrie now. She likes. That's not vagina. true. <laughs> Sith. Sith is. Sith is straight. Mm. Maybe. Uh. Anyway. Yeah, they're uh, they're basically like raiding damage control for some kind of information. Uh, they break out and they come face to face with the Fantastic Four. Boys. Yeah, so late. I mean, first of all, they run up into they run up they run into Human Torch and the thing, and then Sabretooth's like, "All right, uh, you guys, Mystique and Toad, run on ahead and try to get safe. I'm gonna handle them." And the thing is like, "No, fucking not." Slams them into the I fucking sidewall. I side fight wall. the whole. I spar with the Hulk regularly. Said dog, you a nobody. <laughs> <laughs> You don't mean that. It's great because Hickman has written these characters before. He has like a clear history with them. Yeah, yeah. So it's so yeah. It's cool. It's cool. I hope the Fantastic Four are more involved with this too. I hope the Illuminati's brought back in some. They probably won't be. I think you like the Illuminati's done. That's just the story he's done already. Yeah. This is strictly X Men and hopefully Fantastic Four. I know. I just want this to be Avengers Part Two. I just. I only care. I only. I really only want the Fantastic Four. If there's any outside yeah, force yeah, involved Fantastic with this, Four. it has to be the What four. about the Avengers? Mm. Like the Avengers current right now? Mm. No? The Ghost Rider Avengers, you don't... I want to see them be relevant. They probably see, will. I want to see the major teams involved. There'll probably be something event. going on with them. It's all about legitimacy. I want to see I want to see this run get into champions, into, into, um, into uh, Avengers, into fucking... You know, the stuff that matters. Not everybody's book. You know? Well, we'll never know. This isn't an event. You know, this is to kill. Avengers, me. Champion, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and I'll be happy. <laughs> you got to have Spider-Man in it. Come on, man. You got to have Spider-Man in this. Well, when you think about it, his Avengers run barely had Spider-Man in it. Oh, Except for Secret Wars. Because it wasn't my... Well, yeah, but that was a different type of yeah. thing going on. All right, on. anyway. Yeah, Peter doesn't fit with him. Real quick, there's a little summary on damage control. Josh was mentioning earlier that damage control has essentially been picking up uh, it lost tech from heroes who were missing or presumed dead. So a bunch of Iron Man armors are there, as well as a Soul's Hammer from the Avengers run. Yeah, which was this huge weapon that shot down Sunblast yeah. from space to yeah. destroy a whole fleet of Kree people. I remember that. The Kree was like, they, they ha- felt bad. They was about to basically destroy Earth because they knew what time it was. They was like, yeah, we don't oh, destroy yeah. your planet, we're all dead. Oh, yeah. For and- context... Uh, Tony used this the, the Soul's Hammer to kill not only Kree, they, he killed the Scroll armies, the Strontian armies, all, all those galactic with this weapon. People, yeah. So it's no fucking joke. It's 
It's a big deal. Um, these were all good guys, basically, too. That's the yeah. funny part. And they all had to get murked because, hey. You don't fuck with Earth on the You don't fuck watch. with Earth. Don't fuck with Tarrant. And niggas know what time it is. It's funny because, like, Soul's hammer is highlighted. Like, <laughs> you best believe you'll see this again. Yeah, we got this. And we will use it on you mutant fuckheads. <laughs> Why does everyone hate the mutants, man? Allegory for discrimination. I get it. I get it. It's just so hyper. It's like... <laughs> There's so many other superpowered people. Are mutants really that different from from these well, guys? Well, because I guess most superpowered people have been created by, like, they were created with the intent of control, like Captain. Sure, for the for the most part. And also, Iron Man, there's, also there's like the biological component to them. So most people got their powers where X Men are born with them. Yeah, know, much like anything were, else. They were and they were in more like they're in uh, environments with regular people. Mm-hmm. So they was being. I get it. It's that's kind of what Hi- Hero Academy was doing with, yeah, when with, Quirks with first Destro. came out. Yeah, it was cool. I I, I like that. All right. I like that. Anyway. All right. Back to the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. We cut to Magneto just basically be like, "You ain't shit, people. You know what it is. There's never been a mutant war. Blah blah blah. You know." Oh yeah, because the people are saying like, oh well, you know, we feel really oh, yeah. threatened by the military capabilities of Krakoa. How you can teleport to oh, all yeah. these you places? Yeah, you guys have jump points anywhere you guys want. You guys, Ma- yeah, Mag- yeah. That's what Magneto responds. He's like, listen, we ain't never have no war yeah. to the point, you know. We haven't started anything. Not in this moment. universe. Another universe is yeah, but not in nine six one six. Yeah, we haven't started shit. We we've always been responding to shit. Yeah. So. It's like, so, like, you could relax on that. So and then make- he's kind of saying, like, and if we're going to do it, then we're, there's nothing y'all niggas could do about it. We're <laughs> strong. I could bend metal. Don't forget that. He said, there's <laughs> never been a mutant war. We'd never conquered a people, stolen their land, or made slaves of the vanquished. Facts. Bars. <laughs> uh, then we cut back to the Fantastic Four fight in uh, Washington Square Park. <laughs> it's fucking cute. Yeah. Uh, Mystique and Toad escape, but uh, Sabretooth is not that lucky. He gets uh, trapped in a... Sue Storm, Force Field Prison, and uh, that's when Cyclops rolls through. Oh, boy. Just when I was starting to actually like Cyclops and, and see that his character was being reformed because, oh, man, was he corny during the Avengers versus X-Men. Yeah. I don't like yeah, 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 evil yeah. Edgy. Like, Edgy Scott is already enough. Yeah. I don't want evil Edgy Scott. Well, no I, I would like to offer a little bit of a defense for Cyclops here because he's not immediately like, square up. No, not immediately, but he is but he talking is, that bullshit. But they all are. All these X-Men kind of are. What do you mean? Yeah. Magneto literally just threatened world leader, leaders, essentially. Yeah, that we're going to have our own nation, not Listen. protect obvious criminals. Yeah, but you they're, all, they're working for them. I guess I'm, I'm they're saying... They're working with them to steal shit from... Yeah. I mean, Come on, you know, that's that's a bad look. I mean, look, 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 look. I'm not. I'm saying that I'm willing to give Scott a little bit of leeway here. Because not in this situation. Had they been good X Men stealing something, then we would have had more of a. But Mystique, I but these are all. I think this is bad. Writing. No, to be fair, I think uh, the X Men that are here, Mystique, Sabretooth, and Toad, Evil. Evil, have been on both sides multiple times. Negative. Yeah, yeah. Sabretooth. Toad is well. Toad was a janitor. Whatever. Ted, yeah, Toad was a janitor for Wolverine School and protected and Mad Kids. And betrayed them at a, after a certain point. Toad didn't betray them. Yes, he did. That's because he was pussy whipped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remember? So that Fair, fine, whatever. But these aren't po- perfect Mystique, people. Mystique, bad guy. 
I guess from the perspective of the mutants, they're doing. They're, I guess like if we're supposed Dogs to root for these defended. guys, come on, it's not like the police officers are like, "Hey, we don't trust these guys." The fucking fan, fuck the Fantastic Four. Reed Richards, one of the smartest guys ever, is like, "Listen, um, come on." All right. Also, wilding. Another thing you got to bring them in. The Cyclops is like, "Well, we're X Men and we have sovereignty." That's why I don't like it. Yeah. He's not speaking but you know what? logically. He them he's keep, just no, like, he let them keep Sabretooth. Remember that? There wasn't no conversation. Yeah, he did. No, it shouldn't have been a conversation. That's what I'm telling Well, you know what? He did. You have no point in this, nigga. They was robbing somebody. Well, I guess when you're trying to establish a sovereign nation, I, it's not, I'm not saying what he's doing is right or wrong. I'm just saying he's not immediately popping off like Scott usually does. I guess. <laughs> I'm, give, I'm trying to give it a little credit that he's not the shithead Scott usually is. Immediately off the bat, and he's at least trying to keep it civil. I'll take it. When Saber, Moving when on. he's like, when Reed's like, "No, man, I'm not giving it back." He's like, "Fine, keep him." He does. I guess he realized. You know, like, he could have been talking. He could be like, "I guess one. I'm taking him back." Then you know, like that's what's. Who the fuck was he beating? That's what old shitty Scott would have done. <laughs> he's, I'm gonna shoot these laser beams that are sometimes really strong and sometimes not that strong. It depends on how, like, the he can control how strong they can. I mean, be. cannon wise. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like. He, Sometimes they're super strong and sometimes they're not. Yeah, like I the, when it's like a very max level varies. It's a circumstantial thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. But in any case, he lets him keep Sabretooth. and um, he walks away, and he tells him, "Is like, yo, tell your son we'll be uh, waiting for him in Krakow." Yeah, I forgot that Franklin was, was Franklin's technic- a mutant. Yeah, both yeah. their kids are technically mutants. Valeria too. Mm-hmm. What's her mutant ability? She's uh, super smart. She's got high. She's the Franklin smartest person in the too. universe. Oh, she's the smartest person in the universe? No, she's Based. not smarter than Shiori, first of all. <laughs> Second of all. Shiori. Shiori. Have some respect. She's not smarter than Shiri, the Wakandan princess. And um, <laughs> that's in Africa. <laughs> um, Yeah, she's not smarter than her. And she's smarter than her dad? It's literally her superpower. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I didn't read that run. Franklin's power is re- reality manipulation, yeah, reality, but he's not so hyper intelligent. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but he's a, they're mutants. That's cool. Yeah, um, technically. I never looked at it that way. I didn't. I didn't realize. Yeah, it's one of those little things that you kind of forget that within the rules of how mutants work, they're technically mutants. Yeah, I thought because they had super powered parents that it just super powered gene just passed, and it doesn't work that way in Marvel. Yeah, I mean that's exactly <laughs> why. I guess they're mutants because they were born with their powers as opposed to be given. Yeah. It given no, them. for sure. Yeah. I, it's weird. We get a little list of uh, Omega level mutants. And this is an interesting distinction with Omega level. Like here, Omega level has always been considered like the strongest level of mutant you can have. And I know we're going long on this, but there's a lot no, of listen, guys. This is the, se- this is going to be the series for the next few months. Okay. So there's, there there are mutants that have more than one power, right? There are several meg- Omega mutants who have more than one power, but you can only be Omega in one of your powers. If, you have, if you're an Omega-level mutant with multiple powers, you can only have, like, one power. One asset of your power is Omega-level. For example, Jean Grey has telep- telepathy and telekinesis, but she's an Omega-level telepath. So it's, there's a weird nuance there. Fucking Hickman rules. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we cut back to uh, Magneto. He's talking with uh, these world leaders and stuff, ex-secret agents, I mean. And uh, it turns out one of them has a gun. He disarms them immediately. And Jamie Braddock. 
He was a villain, right? Jamie Braddock is no, he's Captain. Yeah, Monarch. Oh, Wasn't Monarch? he a bad guy? Hmm, you're probably right. Braddock, I remember being something related to Captain Britain. Braddock is uh, is well, he has um reality manipulation, quantum Holy shit. Kevin McTaggart, Proteus. Yeah, there's a like Absalon. All right. Oh, Storm is Omega level. That's cool. Oh, Clinton Choir. Yeah, Vulcan. Vulcan is an Omega level. Yeah. Franklin Richards, Elias Powerhouse, Philip, yeah, Universal. Anyway, okay, uh, yeah, okay. he disarms this guy. They he makes his like promise, you know, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, don't don't come up on us. We're gods. We'll destroy you. We're not fucking around now." And that's where the issue ends. And we get a reading order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God. So uh, let me guide you guys along the way. Yeah, this uh, this issue starts with an with a quote from uh, Xavier and ends with a quote from Magneto, which I think is I guess going to be like the conflict for Hickman's run. Yeah, you know, but uh, it's this is uh, very interesting shit, man. I I was so anticipating this run for so long. As soon as they announced that Hickman was taking over X Men, I was very excited. And you know, it doesn't. I may be a little lost here and there, but you know. It, it comes from years of not keeping up with these characters. Not yeah, I'm, I'm really. going to be watching videos and shit and trying to yeah. brush up on Because, <laughs> listen, this is a Hickman run, guys. Like, I'm... Yeah, this is serious. You don't <laughs> fuck around. No. But uh, I highly recommend it. If you guys... Uh, if there are any X-Men's out there, X-Men fans out there that have fallen off recently, it's a good time to get back in because he's... Hickman is remodeling the X-Men mythos into something interesting. I feel like this isn't the most unique thing I feel like the X-Men have tried this sort of thing before. A in few times, man. That's but why it's kind of, that's why when you said that it's been, you know, there hasn't been any continuity issues. I thought that the kids coming from the future, I mean, from the past was a huge like, whoa. Oh, no, that, but that was like. That, that was resolved, I know, already. I mean, I wouldn't say that was a continuity issue. That was just like, that was an on-purpose story element that they're throwing into it. Like, they're, it's it's something that was supposed to have implications on the timeline and whatever, you know, so. I mean, I, it, this doesn't mean it's a continuity issue. It's just like, I guess there's only so many ways you could do this without being dry, but Hickman has found a way because this is the first time I feel like every single X-Men is on a united front. Good, yeah, good but that's, just the weir- that's also the weirdest part about it. But, you know, I guess that's where the story is going to be told. Like, that's the whole point is that he's going to kind of slow burn and lead us up to the events that got here while also moving forward. Yeah, this is supposedly going to last years. So this is a long run we have Whoa. ahead of us. So. Buckle up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, we've we've been on this too long. Brian Boss, randomize me quickly. Food Wars. Wow. Food Wars. Show kicking no so much. Chapter 315.2. Uh, we start off with color pages that are nice to look at. Um, it picks up... Uh, so, Joey Shiro is telling everyone how he... Uh, how I met your mother, essentially, uh, food war style. Uh, he get, he's it. He just like happened to run away from Totsuki. He dropped out in his third year, and after a year after uh, traveling the world, he just came back to Japan on a whim, and that's where he came across the Yukihira Diner. Uh, you know, he spent some time there. You know, got he he liked the atmosphere. 
and despite the fact that uh, Soma's mom was a terrible cook, he hmm. he enjoyed being there, you know, and he he ended up being a, a small line cook for the customers sometimes, you know, and that's how they got this God level chef that came from Totsuki. Yeah. Um, you know, they get closer. There's a time where there's a sweet moment where they're like sitting, hanging out and still talking about like she Saiba tells her about his past, about how like. He was burnt out and he had to he ran away essentially and she's impressed that you know he's still pursuing his dream in some way after what he went through and uh she likes the face he he gets when he he makes when he starts cooking and you know that's how they fell in love uh oh. flashback uh, cut to uh they have a baby now <laughs> Soma's born uh he's a little baby and uh even as a very young child he's he's been into cooking like He's probably like three years old when he first picks up a knife. Um, and, uh, you know, they get a, they do a picture day, a family picture thing. Uh, someone's mom gets her hair did. Uh, <laughs> her hair did. And uh, they, they take the picture that we saw in the first chapter, you know, with uh, his mom's picture originally blurted out. But now we see the full deal. Uh-huh. It's nice. It's cute. And then we get to the what the fuck moment of this chapter. Uh, Azami, Azami shows up and uh, that and Saiba says, like, I'm going to let uh, Azami tell the rest of the story. And then uh, he sits down in front of Aaron. I is like, after I tell this story, this will be the I will leave the family forever. And uh, it's the story of Asahi Saiba. Uh, we get a little flashback. Apparently, Asahi was heavily abused by his kid, by his mom. Like, she would just dunk him in the fucking toilet Jeez, water. holy shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she's dead now. Oh. Uh, but he's visiting her grave, and a bunch of people have gone as well, and they're just talking shit about her because she was not a good person. Uh, she was a promiscuous drunk, apparently. A promiscuous drunk. Yeah. Uh, you know, she got into a lot of stuff. And then... Um, then we get a we go back to the flashback where we learn that Asahi is uh, Azami's son. What? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So Irina almost married her brother. Well, yes. <laughs> and he had the hots for his sister. Yeah. Correct. Here's how it happened. Uh Azami, when he uh, when Saiba left, he just became a husk of his former self and picked up a drinking problem. And that's where he <laughs> met his mom. And because she was a promiscuous drunk, they they totally did it. And Azami and uh, Asa, Asahi was the result of that encounter. Uh, and Azami's like, uh, I, I was so careless. Blah, I, I don't have the right to bear. I, I abandoned him. I abandoned uh, his his mom, and you know I don't deserve to be part of the Nakari household. And Erina is just like slap, stop it! I'm sick of listening to you mope. You don't have to go anywhere. Blah blah blah. And then we cut to uh, days later. Asahi is just looking over a bridge, you know, just thinking about. Should I jump? <laughs> <laughs> I lost everything. I lost my dad. I lost. I lost my the blue, my girlfriend, sister, my, sister. <laughs> <laughs> my chance of incest, my sister, wife, my sister, fiance, lady. Uh, what do I do? And that's when Erina shows up and she's like, 
You're invited to all the family dinners, elder brother, and that's where the chapter ends. What? <laughs> I don't even understand the point of this twist. I don't. I don't. I. Oh, it's it's gonna get. You're gonna see. Next month. <laughs> uh, Brian, your thoughts. Um, because I don't really know that dude Asahi. Don't Asahi know was him. the villain. Oh yeah, but I—I oh. I mean, I know from what you guys have said, oh, but yeah. I haven't experienced him. Cross um, knives. I don't know. I don't know why. Here's the thing: I have some threads that I need tied up, and that is not one of them. So yeah, I don't know. Let's yeah, you just wove a new thread. Yeah, exactly. This okay? Because I was reading through it, and it almost was looking like Soma's dad. Like for a second there, I was like, "Wait, what the fuck is happening?" Now I'm fully on. Like, yeah, because initially the twist was like Asahi is Soma's. Brother. Yeah, exactly. And then it turns out it's well, you know what? Cool twist, but also inconsequential. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. But care. also, why not just stick with that? Yeah, if you're gonna make him anyways, if you really wanted to go with the brother angle, Soma's brother works. Yeah, because they it both did. essentially had the same goal. They both wanted to beat us, uh, Saiba. Mm-hmm. They they had like the, they had like eventually we're gonna cross paths. Yeah, it made sense. This is weird. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, this it shows the softness on Erina's side that I don't think you experience with her at all, where she's sure. just like fully eh. accepting immediately. But like, we don't need that. There's one thread with Aaron in it that needs to be tied off, and sure. that means Soma needs to grab her butt. <laughs> yes, her butt <laughs> cheeks. Her butt cheeks. Dad ass. But you know what I mean? Like, this is I I like the story about. Soma's mom. The yeah, my, I like that part. It, it was fine. Yeah, it's cute and it's nice. And yeah. I, it was good to see it fleshed out. I wish they had done it earlier. I don't know if they mm-hmm. did, just didn't have time and Jump was just like hurried up already. I do like the idea. I've now wrestled with the whole Soma like traveling the world, mm-hmm. cooking for different chefs. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. But I like just, him leaving that cooking school and being kind of a stray dog too. But I, It's like one of those things. It's just, you know, you like what they're going for but yeah, not exactly. how they got there it was it, it was very left turny and now that i've had a few weeks to deal with it like it was completely not what they said that like the thesis statement of the, the entire manga was laid out in the first couple of like it literally was like win at all costs find someone you can cook for and grab butt cheeks and grab butt cheeks and like, and then one day you'll beat me. Well, here we go. <laughs> you know, well, you like know, literally none of that has been answered. Maybe so, this, is, this is cool. We're still not done yet. And we're going to so. do it in, in like a, uh, a fucking epilogue. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, I, I, if it happens, just put it whatever. in a story. This should have been. Here's the thing. Three fifteen. This, this is why I feel like this is why they were doing an epilogue. I feel like Soma was being rushed to mm-hmm. the end. I feel like they did the same thing with Bleach towards the end as well. Yeah, where was someone wasn't rough. doing well in the in its in the Shonen Jump's rankings, so mm-hmm. they were just like, "All right, hurry it up." Mm-hmm. So I, I I hope that's the case. And if if that's the case, it sucks. But also, but like, there's still ways to deal with it better. We were discussing even at the at the advent of this entire thing was that uh, they hit bedrock. You yeah. know what I mean? As far as like a sh- uh, as far as a as a manga, like they that was it. Yeah, they basically like you said it was after Stagier. That's kind of it. That's <laughs> the turning point of the series, you know. Yeah, and now it suddenly becomes like it was like then just competitions, right? And then it well, the thing is, started stripping away a, a little bit of its humanity. They had a cool conflict going in because they still have 
Soma wanted to be the best in the school. Mm-hmm. It, and that's one of the goals to beat Arena. You have to be the best in the school. So you had to beat the Council of Ten. Mm-hmm. That was, you could debate how what you feel about that arc or what, but that had to happen at mm-hmm. some point. So the Stagiaire, I wouldn't say is the end. I would say it's the peak, but it wasn't meant to be. The it end. was the peak. No, I mean, but that's what you mean. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the peak of mm-hmm. the grab. And yeah, of course, he's going to go after the Council of Ten. But then we don't even get to see him finish up with Arena. Like, yeah, that's, that's the bummer. E- even the Council of Ten stuff wasn't even, like, done mm-hmm. appropriately, in my opinion. Like, once yeah. it got to that tournament, they had such potential to, well, because, you know. Well, because, A, Megumi lost her battle, and I feel like she doesn't get another opportunity to do shit. And she was the underdog character that her arc is going from the absolute bottom mm-hmm. to being one of the most revered chefs in the fucking school. Mm-hmm. And she lost her battle. Like, all yeah, she lost to the dessert chick. All she had to and do was, was win like that fight. And I feel like her character arc would have been complete. And mm-hmm. it would have been super satisfying. Yeah. They could have mm-hmm. made her lose to, um, you know, to, 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 to one of the, the top, you yeah, know. to Sakasa or to uh, Rindo. Yeah. Either or it would. Yeah. They could have just did one it and so two. much better. Cause then at, if she beat, the dessert girl. She would have been number three, and that's a great place where Megumi could end. Mm-hmm. Even, even the, even the, 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 the square off between Satoshi and and uh, and this dude, the number one seat, which I had called. I knew they yeah, was going to end knew. up. Yeah, that's just, just because. It's yeah. just like uh, older the, mentor, like yeah, yeah, yeah going against, against each the other. big bad guy. And that's then so sick, mm-hmm. though. But it's it's so it's, sick. I love it. Yeah, like the Jiraiya. Cool, whatever. Who cares? I don't, who. The trope is cool. But they, they didn't do it in. cool enough, though. Yeah, it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool enough. Because you also didn't have enough time with Ishiki himself. No, <laughs> that's the whole point. It wasn't enough for, yeah. Maybe the, maybe the whole thing behind it is now that we're revealing behind Soma's mom and her motivations. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what the whole thesis of the, the entire thing is. Mm-hmm. Learn from your mistakes. Yeah. No, I mean, that's and obviously, that like, that's I the mean, great that, moral. Yeah, of course that was always going on, but maybe that's now to the next level where it's like, these are mistakes that they're going to learn from that are going to make them better cooks in the future. But it's so not manga to be like, you're going to be better as adults than you are as teens. You know what I mean? Like that is so the reverse of what we, what we're expecting. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's weird, but anyway, we're, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually not as mad anymore. I'm also kind of slowing down Mm -hmm. and relaxing. It's just, this that last twist, I was just like, "What is even happening anymore?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, why, is, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This didn't even need to happen at all. Mm-hmm. You could have, you could redeem Asahi a different way. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to make yeah, him just, family. Just yeah. like the big K, like yeah. you know, when somebody writes you this huge long paragraph, and you're just like, "Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's too long, that didn't was. read." Yeah, TLDR. <laughs> but anyway, that was uh, Shogugeki no Soma. Uh, Brian Boss randomized me real quick. Shit. Oh. Wait. Oh. Wait. Why isn't, oh. It, why isn't it working? Oh. I have to hold it down for some reason. Russell <laughs> <laughs> Topia. Oh. Oh, that was on a, the random list? I thought we were saving that for last. I mean, it, is, last it is the, the last American, American right? technically. Right? Dropbox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just pulling it up because... It's on a separate app. <laughs> Detective Comics came out this week, but um, it was a thing it that happened. I don't know I what's mean, going it on. Was with fun. It. it was fun. The Joker. It was, fine, yeah. was, it was cool. It was I random. Was remember hell. when there were supposed to be three Jokers? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so here's the deal. They they always said that they're gonna hate it. They're coming back to it. Apparently. Uh, oh, when? I don't uh, know. Oh, oh. I agree. 
But they keep saying because Tom King's wrapping his shit up, and that's literally the last good thing in Batman that's happening. <laughs> Jeff Johns is supposed to be writing a, a three Joker story, supposedly. But he's got. I guess he's got. That's the miniseries, the Joker miniseries. No, that's a different about? one. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> will they just stick to the script? <laughs> no, <laughs> never will they ever. Uh, but anyway, uh, Invasion from WrestleTopia number two. Uh, we pick up where we last left off. Uh, the uh, the citizens of Wrestle, the King of WrestleTopia, I guess, uh, manifest destiny has picked up a, a transmission and uh, we cut to f- the early 70s in a trailer park where a young uh, Rory is growing up. He's got pictures of wrestlers all over his room. Super fanboy. Uh, his uh, his dad pulls up, who seems to be a former res- uh, f- a wrestler himself, and he uh, listens in on an argument between his mom and his dad about how he was also... He went through a very similar thing to what Rory did last issue where he... He was denied his championship belt, and it was given to somebody else for some reason. Um, he makes a minuscule amount of money, which his mom's is not cool with. So they have, an, they have a fight, and he leaves some money for Rory, and he seems to, you know, go away, you know. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's when Rory wakes up from his dream, and he ends up in some, I guess this is, uh, oh, in Cougar City, I guess. Uh, Yuma City? Yeah. Yumakuga City. <laughs> yeah. um, but in any case, he's, uh, he steps into a cantina, and uh, that's when um, we NASA <laughs> gets word <laughs> of uh, the the armies of WrestleTopia literally putting a steel cage around the Earth. <laughs> Beast. <laughs> I really like that. Because <laughs> they notice it slowly. And <laughs> they're like, what's going on up there? It seems that these extraterrestrial ships are putting a st- uh, building a steel cage around the Earth. Uh, I love that dumb shit. He's <laughs> a big fan. Um, we wake up and it's the trainer dude, uh, I guess, with his wife. You know, uh, you know, being husband and wife, mad cute. They turn on the news and uh, this news reporter just gets slammed slammed in the face with a fucking steel chair. And Manifest Destiny puts out a challenge to Rory Landell. Meanwhile, at the White House, the White House's Secret Service is having a real problem dealing with these alien wrestlers. Like, they're shooting guns at them, and they just have them in, like, wrestling moves locks. Like, one, yeah. one dude is, like... Yeah, they're all getting... <laughs> one guy is getting suplexed while he's getting shot at. It's so ridiculous. Um, all, and this is happening... Oh, the bullets, all, like, ricocheting off of their awesome wrestling <laughs> Yes. Jeez. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. And it's happening all over the world. In Cairo, yeah, you see them commit like various wrestler moves. Getting yo, yo he's doing so a wrestler lit. move on the camel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, is he tombstone? No, that's not a tombstone. I don't know. Fuck, man, I wish I watched wrestling. Yeah, me too. But he's he caught the horse, yo. Yeah, he caught that nigga. Manifest Destiny puts out a challenge to Rory, and um, who is supposed to be the greatest wrestler <laughs> in the galaxy? And uh, we cut to this bar. Uh, the the trainer goes out to save him, and we cut to the bar where he's at. Where uh, three of the wrestler alien wrestlers show up and they start to fight, and uh, Rory gets knocked out because it's three on one and they're alien super strength wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut to um, another little flashback where Rory's buying a little magazine of I guess his dad on the on the cover, which is uh, sweet. Uh, 
I, I, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, this is a lot of fun. I I love the ridiculousness of the wrestling. They're literally like pal driving camels in Cairo. Yes. <laughs> it's And they're building a steel. The steel cage around the earth is one of my favorite things ever. Um, oh, we got to the end. Yeah. I didn't, the that end. was fast. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's a lot of sh- just weird action going on. Uh, yeah. I, I want to see what happens next. Yeah. Man. We have uh, one more issue of this that we got from free, for free from Suspicious Behavior uh, Productions. Uh but check it out. It's on Comixology, you guys. I may actually follow this. <laughs> yeah, this issue wasn't heavy on the story. It was just a, like, you know. Yeah, but this is like a gag series. So yeah, it's, it's not, not supposed yeah. to be like heavy on story. But it's so much fun, you guys. Uh, pick it up where you can. Support support independent artists. And these guys are no joke. They're being um, they're being financed by the guys who made Rick and Morty and Community and all those. So Season three. There's a reason. That, season four. Oh, wait, uh, no, I'm at oh, season, three. season three. And I literally am midway through the pick or episode <laughs> but wrestletopia yeah is lit too yeah uh anyway that was wrestletopia i uh, love it brian boss randomized me <laughs> <laughs> it was very quick i thought that was, <laughs> was uh, that the shriek itself that is just the shriek isolated i like it <laughs> <laughs> promise neverland oh yeah Promise Neverland chapter 143. Monster voice. Eliminate. This is a cool color uh, color page up front. Uh, I'll, I'll call out cool color pages when I see them. This is fucking fire. Um, Only when Christian sees them. You don't see them? I, I just wanted to repeat what you said. That's all. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we cut back to Grant Morrison, Demon, and uh, Emma. Uh, Graham Morrison is like, the reward I want is your dot, dot, dot. We don't hear it. And Emma's just shocked, like, what? <laughs> Imagine. He's yeah. like, listen, you got to stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> you? You? Me? My Xbox 360. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Fo. Number four, EVA. Yeah. Forever. Here in this empty space thing that is reflective of the daytime at the bottom. He says, I like you. You're smart enough. You're cool. You're smart in the way I like. Yeah. You're not like the other girls. <laughs> you have you have uh, thoughts and opinions, and I like to talk. <laughs> it's lonely here in this weird Kingdom Hearts and, place. And that's my offer. <laughs> you got to take it. You got to <laughs> be my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, meanwhile, back with because uh, what else could shock Emma at this point, right? I mean, oh, love and romance—it's <laughs> those things have never occurred to me, not once in this series. You gotta come out with me on a date. <laughs> uh, I'm, that's gonna be his voice from now. <laughs> no, I like it, Grant Morrison. That's how you sound. <laughs> Grant Morrison is very Scottish, and I can't do a Scottish accent. That's why I'm doing this voice oh, instead. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, but anyway, back to Don and Gilda and uh, and snitch ass Hayato over here. Yeah, who was supposed to be a cool guy. He's just sitting there smiling, just waiting to snitch. Mm-hmm. He just can't wait. And um, you know, uh, they're just walking, and Don and Gilda think they got this shit made. They're just out here like no one knows anything. Yeah, we we got the inside <laughs> scoop on these guys. We're so goddamn smart. <laughs> God, Emma and Ray, who are those? Said, fuck them. We're the main characters now. We got this whole plan on Smash, even if they fail. So what? We good. Yeah, we're going to get Sanju and Mujika, and they're going to be so impressed when they come back from Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and they find uh, Mujica's foot footprints. And I, <laughs> I just forgot about this baby. Oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> let me snitch right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, damn! I wish I could show you how this picture. Bugged out, dude. Look at this. Now he looks like a. He looks fucking psychotic. (laughs) This is just a. Yeah, yeah, he's been waiting, (laughs) yo. Because you know that's the whole point. He's just been waiting for like they're so fiend out to kill these monsters, and I get it, man. He's just like "Mm, this is why these guys are terrible (laughs) for eating kids. Yeah. So they basically explain they gave Hayato a little like remote signal device so once they find them they could he could just press a button and uh the big big strong baby the big babies <laughs> big baby goon squad <laughs> the big baby boo <laughs> the big baby goon squad shows up and uh so they could kill the the demons when they get there uh they find sonju and mujika and uh you know they had they have like uh hellos and all that stuff uh okay. hayato is still in the back just like <laughs> Yeah, like that, uh, like being super obvious <laughs> about everything. Ice is just like, I'm aware. She uh, she speaks in the demon language immediately, uh, and they are surrounded by the big baby goon squad. Uh, and uh, Hayato immediately pulls a knife on Ice. Like, yeah, try anything slick, and I'll slit her throat. I know you're cool with her. <laughs> and huh. Kid, I've seen all of that happen. Yeah. I'm not dumb. Kid Kakashi is just on the roof, uh, on the on the trees, just like Don and Gilda. We have to kill these guys. And then Sanju just like appears right behind him and is just like, "What you gonna do?" Yeah, I hope he doesn't kill the kid because that would be pretty crazy. Yeah, he's about to decapitate. This I think child. he's about to kill this kid, man. <laughs> and it's like, I think he should just yoke him up and be like, "Listen, let's talk." Just push him off the. I tree know you guys there. have this plan. I know we've been hunted, but guys, yeah, not taking me today. <laughs> so what's it gonna be? Am I gonna have to murder a child? Oh, y'all gonna go along y'all fucking way. Yeah. That was Promise Neverland. This was a cool chapter. Yeah, it was. Uh, shit's getting popping. Anytime I'm looking forward to next week, I know, you know, I feel like it's a good chapter. Yeah. Because build up, build up chapters count for something. Yeah. You know? And now the next chapter, you know, we get the payoff. Uh, but anyway, Brand Boss random. Oh, it's called Partner, but it should be called Gangster Time. Time to drop. One Piece. Whoa, One Piece, chapter nine. Sick two-page color spread. I wish I could print these out and put them on my wall every single time. Yeah, mad animals. Big gorilla. Big and gorilla. he has a tattoo that says gorilla. <laughs> yeah, chapter one, 949, mummy. Um, Luffy is putting the beats on all these pr- on all these prisoners. The playgrounds are not hitting him. None of the sick bullets are Because he's got him. hockey. Um, him and Chopper do this cool uh, fucking combo move. There's a lot of fighting going on. Sick. All the samurai getting it in. Uh, <laughs> um, this guy's still on the killer, still on the floor, going He can't stop, man. He I can't feel, feel, so feel sadness. <laughs> Kid is like, uh, my friend, my friend. Uh, <laughs> but Rizo just gave him the keys to get out, so you know that's gonna, you know, she's gonna turn up. Yeah, soon. all the prisoners are now poisoned by the playgrounds, uh, and they're all rising up like mummies. Uh, and the thing about these bullets is that they also, if they can infect other people by touch. Just by touch, and then you die a hard, agonizing death. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, they approach Luffy and the others, and they're just like, just get out of here. This is all your fault. You can't win. Oh, just one weapon created by one of his followers wreaks this much destruction. And Luffy's like, I don't give a fuck. Touched all of them. Gave him a big-ass bear hug. Mm-hmm. 
and he took all of the poison into himself because Luffy took mad disease from them. Yeah, and he's like um, immune to slightly immune to poisons. Yeah, I guess that's one. I just thought he was just such a tough guy that he didn't care no, about it, uh, being sick. No, this has been but, like kind yeah. of a thing where he's not like fully immune, but he has like some kind of immunity towards it ever since he got attacked by Magellan in, uh, in Impel Down. Oh, okay. So this is the thing they've addressed. Yeah, yeah, that's, that makes sense. So he throws them all to the ground. He's like, open your eyes. You're nothing but slaves. And then he gives his cool ass speech. You know, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm an outsider, but I'm still going to protect this place because my friend gave me food. He uh, said, nah, I care for y'all now. Yeah. Uh, he basically inspires everybody. Uh, and right as this guy who has an elephant on his chest <laughs> is about to shoot a gigantic plague shot uh, to finish everybody off. Luffy just approaches him, ties the elephant trunk that he's going to shoot the plague mm, thing yeah. from, and it explodes backwards onto this guy's face like Looney Tunes style. That's the sound <laughs> he made. That's the sound he made when he died. I think he's dead. Yeah, I think he's dead, right? Yeah. Is that confirmed death? I imagine so. Yeah. I imagine he's not going to get any cover page stories. Uh, no, yeah. And then he turns to the other guys and he's like, you get the rest. And the rest of the prisoners uh, rebel against the scorpion guy. Mm-hmm. And that's where the chapter ends. Yeah. I, uh, I hope Chopper just heals him real quick. I think that's the... Yeah, I feel like that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I love this chapter. Yeah, it was dope. Um, I, I, action and, and, and poetry. I think this is like a, a good thing about Luffy's character. I, I think his character is really fascinating recently. Like as, as, the, as of the time skip. Mm-hmm. There's something that Luffy does specifically that other shonen characters don't do, uh, which is it's a long story. I have a whole philosophy, I have a whole like analysis on Luffy's like fucking character arc. And well, as far as him ability. not giving a fuck about anything to developing a, 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 a understanding of humanity, yeah, it's kind of consistent. Is- it's something that he's been doing for a long time. Where, well, a yeah, Luffy. Yeah. Luffy's leadership style is really unique in that he doesn't, he's not a, a bark orders that a guy type of captain. No. He leads by example and he is ex- mm-hmm. expects the people who follow him. He gives them complete autonomy. Is like, you're going to do what you're going to do. But you as know. long as we have the same kind of philosophy yeah, involved. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's cool. It's what, you know, a leader, well, not should be, but that's, it's one form of a good leader. It also speaks to his morality in this. I, that's also a fascinating thing. The morality of Luffy is super interesting because, like, everybody says that the Straw Hat Pirates are essentially just, like, good guys. They're not really pirates. But Luffy's motives for doing anything are never motivated by saving a country. Yeah, not plain justice. It's pretty much someone gave him food, and he's just he's just paying them back by saving their country. Yeah, it's like, yo, these are my friends. I, I don't respect yeah. what you're doing right now. You're robbing these niggas. Are you doing this? And, it, yeah, it's a very plain way of looking at things, and it's, I like it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really fascinating. I love I love when Luffy just gets to show this weird. Unique Very two thing plus to him. two equals four. Yeah, like the way he comes to his conclusions. Scratch my back, I'll save your country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, that was One Piece. Uh, that uh, very fun chapter. Thank you guys for hanging out. That has been our show for this week. Yes. Uh, you can follow us at the Chris Espinal at Josh Col- JD Cole underscore thirty seven JD on Instagram on the gram JD Cole underscore thirty seven Saucy Brian Bossy always with us in social media spirit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail He says spirit because he doesn't exist still. So yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can follow us uh, at New Jump City on Instagram as well. We we're putting up highlight clips and stuff. I'm editing. 
a bunch of videos. Very funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm picking up Very like funny. our best moments. It's going to be fun. Uh, what else? We have a YouTube page. Follow us on that. Search us up, New Jump City. Uh, we also are on Spotify, so no excuse. Give us that five-star review because we deserve it. We know our worth. <laughs> and um, per- from my heart, personally, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah. And that's worth its weight in gold. You know how hard it is to touch Joshua Cole's heart? Very hard. A five-star review would do it. <laughs> uh, but you guys, thank you guys for hanging out with us for another week. I'll see you guys then. next week. Peace out. Tell you something about my life in every single change. Yeah. 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 Yeah.